All right. Just got back in studio from uh, mountain biking in the snow. I don't know if that was a good idea or not, but I'm upright. I'm breathing. <sighs> it was pretty clear, actually. That's good. Welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. We're about to begin the pre-Thanksgiving Day Spectacular. That's right. It is the, uh, what, 23rd of uh, November, 2022. And we have really an amazing news in hour two. Michael Bolden from the 10th Amendment Center finally showed up. Woo! And the crowd goes wild. I went wild. And Lisa Hill from Silverite Global. She also works with our friends at, what do we do every day? We drink some Cardio Miracle. And she does stuff with them as well. We're going to be doing some great deals and maybe some giveaways. We'll see. But stick around for that and a whole lot more. Fauci, bye-bye. That's part of the day's discussion. Rebuilding sovereignty, why not? The power to heal is what? Learn about it. Join us now as the Robert Scott Bell Show is about to begin. Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. Dr. Fauci has always led with the science, and our country is stronger and healthier because of his leadership. Fauci, um, only only thirteen percent. Hold on one second. We have a process here. I'm not calling out on people who yell. And you're being you're being you're being disrespectful to your colleagues, and you're being disrespectful to our guests. I will not call on you if you yell. And also, you're taking time off the clock because Dr. Fauci has to leave in a couple of minutes. I I'm done. I'm not going. I'm not getting into a back and forth with you. She has a valid question. She's asking about the origin of COVID. I hear the question. And Dr. Fauci is the best person I, to answer I that question. I hear your question, but we're not doing this the way you want it. This is the disrespect of it is. I'm done. Simon, I'm done. I'm Simon, I'm done. I'm done with you right now. Ow. Yeah, well, look, where she got the ruler out, broke the ruler out, slapped him over the, the, the knuckles. What what an ugly situation where the reporters from the back of the room are being dissed because their questions are not the ones they want to have to acknowledge or answer. I guess they're waiting for Fauci to be uh, subpoenaed to testify under oath. And of course, he'll claim the fifth at that point. It's the only thing he can do. Uh, it's it's bad. It's ugly. And this guy, again, after 40 plus years of not service, of domination, of, of, of legitimate science, funding that only which promotes an agenda, which has led to a disastrous killing field, even beyond the killing fields of, well, you name the war. You name the battlefield. And the whole world has become the battlefield for big pharma. And Fauci has been a willing, if not a foot soldier, a pretended general. I don't know. But someone up above him gives him the orders and he says, yes, sir, how high? And I'll just lie for you. He's a sociopath, maybe even a psychopath. That's my opinion. No, it's not a professional opinion, but uh, that's what it is. And I'd like to do things that would make me grateful, like seeing him behind bars. But I'm not. I'm not hinging my happiness on that, and I don't want you to hinge your happiness on that, but it is an interesting story as Fauci is going bye-bye off into the sunset. He thinks he's going to retire, and it's all going to be fine, and the willing accomplices in the Biden administration and uh, the spokesperson there, if you can call her that, and of course, yeah, even the Trump administration for not doing what it should have done to call him out as a criminal that he is. There's, there's a lot of blame to go around, y'all. And I, you know, I don't want to focus on it today, but I just have to say that is a, you know, it's a disgusting thing. The White House shutting down reporters Fauci question on COVID origin and you know, I'm done. I'm done with you. 
Really? We're done with you. How about that? Yeah, I think it's about time we're done with them. There's a lot of uh, things that over the years they would have loved to dismiss about the things I've said, certainly, but I'm not the only one talking about the, you know, the, the new world order, for instance. And we see, and we'll get to today, some more discussion and acknowledgement at higher and higher ups of the mainstream, even circles within semi-media or media, acknowledging with what, what the, you know, the G20 and the WF and all of that, the reintroduction or the commitment to uh, putting a digital ID in place around the world, vaccine passports in place around the world. The dissolution of whether you have a parliamentary uh, procedures in a country that you're in or whether you have a House and a Senate. And, uh, you know, this is how laws are supposed to be made according to the Constitution. And, and then the president signs it. And realizing that just about everything that they do in Congress and at the executive branch level fundamentally violates the limitations on their power, centralizing a bureaucracy and the disaster that inevitably ensues. We were warned. And those of us who have been speaking out about a secret shadow government that wasn't really hidden, that was right out there for anybody to see. As you, as I've said, if you read the minutes of the world bank and the IMF and these organizations that are offshoots of those things, you know exactly what they're planning to do. It's not insider information, secret information. Maybe it's a matter of certain meetings you're not privy to and how they're going to implement it, but they tell you exactly what they're going to implement, what they're going to do, including what we've seen in, with COVID. And yet there are still people pretending, pretending that our government has not been compromised here in the United States. That we actually have a constitution that's still in effect. And that voting makes a difference. I know we just passed through a voting cycle, controversial as it is to say voting is not enough. It's not, not controversial here. And the question is, will we fall further in to global governance or will we call a halt to it because you've had enough? How much of this are you willing to put up with? How much of this are you willing to contribute to by your silence or your tacit, uh, compliance. I mean, if that's the right way to say it, but tacit acceptance of it, because your energy, your vote, your money via the theft of taxation, all of these things propping up a regime that would much rather just collapse itself for the most part with rare exception and just fold itself into a global governance scenario. All right. Welcome to the Robert Scott Bell show. That's a fun way to start the holiday. Not where I wanted to go, but hey, it's a Fauci thing. That's why you say Fauci. I'm like, <laughs> did the energy just leave the room? Fauci, Ugh. like, ah, oh, that was horrible. But my humble and level producer says this is where we're going to start. I, I, now I'm blaming him. Not really, Super D. It's an important story. It's something we've got to cover. I agree. It's the news of yeah. the day. It's, it's the story of the day. You know, on the one hand, mm -hmm. uh, are we glad that he's he's stepping down and moving out and doing something different? Yeah. Now, now. We'll reserve our 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 uh, complete mm -hmm. celebration with the the confetti and the rolls yeah. of toilet paper flying through the air uh, until we find out what it is he's going to do. Because just because he's he's stepping down from the position he's in now, who knows what he's going to be doing next? Because he you know he 
he made it clear that he's not retiring. He wanted to make sure everybody didn't know, didn't think that he was retiring. He, you know, he's just, he's moving on to uh, something else. Mm-hmm. Now, could it be worse than what he's been doing? Of course it could be. We don't know. We have no idea what he's going to be up to, right? After well, 50, what, 50 years in government, I they, think. They have been to in. find somebody as skilled as a sociopath as he is, a chameleon. Yeah, a lie with a straight face and then to say the opposite lie with a straight yeah. face the next day and to deny that he said either of those things. I mean, that's a skill. That's a high level skill, apparently. We'll and that's see. why he had that for decades. Why was that well, one guy maybe, never? Maybe, that, maybe they'll bring in somebody like Rochelle Walensky and we can all just laugh. Oh, okay. I don't know. Who knows? But but just, just to put a period on the end of the sentence here, this this was his last press conference. And once once they uh, silenced the opposition in the press corps, mm-hmm. uh, we were trying to ask the wrong questions. This this was his final message here. So my message and my final message, maybe the final message I give you from this podium, is that please, for your own safety, for that of your family, get your updated COVID-19 shot as soon as you're eligible to protect yourself, your family, and your community. I urge you to visit vaccines.gov to find the location where you can easily get an updated vaccine. And please do it as soon as possible. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Please get your vaccine. Despite all scientific observations to the contrary, still pushing it, still shilling for it. And there's still people cheering him on. And who is that? Now, should it be divided by the politics? I mean, can we say that the Democrats love the guy and the Republicans hate him? Is it that clear cut? Or are there some in the Democrat side that finally are seeing through him too? Yeah, I think it's a mix. I think if we're going to be fair, do I think that it probably skews in the direction that you were saying? Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely. 100%. There's going to be more more Democrats that love him than Republicans at this point. Yeah. Well, we'll get the we'll get the uplifting word from Michael Bolden in hour two, Tenth Amendment Center. And you know, it's funny because I mentioned that going into the show today, and then Bolden in the chat room says, "Oh crap, it's today." <laughs> Just like Michael. Ha ha ha. Yes, yes. No, looking forward to that. Also, Silver Right Global. I've been wanting to get everybody a Silver Right pillow somehow. Sleeping on silver is a big deal. It's awesome, and we'll talk about that with uh, Lisa Hill. Bottom of the hour. All should go well. And let's see what else we got today. We've got to play that clip. The White House shutting down the COVID origins story. Of course, nothing. Let, me, um, let me direct everybody's attention since here in the beginning of the show, we'll just kind of get this, get this out of the way here before we move on. Yeah. I worked on the Black Friday specials uh, last night. Oh, really? Is it? So is it a and tab you said on the website? It's a tab at the top of the uh, website mm-hmm. um, where you've got, you know, about RSB and meet the team and show archives. Excuse okay. me, et cetera. There's one that says Black Friday specials. Okay, I'm looking at it. And I'm, I'm just going to run through this real quick for you guys here, and then we should be getting Lisa Hill on here at the bottom of the hour. Okay. But these are the specials we've got that are active right now. Now, there's some specials that are coming up that won't be active until Friday. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to put those up immediately, okay. but uh, I, I don't know if we ought to do like maybe like a special short broadcast on Friday just to make everybody aware of what's going on or something. Yeah, even I would though, even though that, technically we're on vacation. Yeah, I, what I would think, Super D, is either we pre-record or we go live for a little bit just to start, and then just crank up after we have our announcements of the updates on Friday. I think that's reasonable. I don't mind yeah. doing that at all. All right, uh, let everybody know what the deals are, and then we'll roll into an encore from there. 
I'm happy good. So real quick, I'll just show you what we got going on over at the website. So uh, the first one up there is the Tuttle Twins Black Friday special, which is huge. Mm-hmm. And there are a few people who have already taken advantage of that. Nice. Um, that's a huge savings right there. Cardio Miracle. For only ninety three eighty eight. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Cardio Miracle has a special going on. It's a holiday bundle um, that I think includes Black Friday and, and holiday sales. Basically, this is going to be running. Actually, I don't know when this ends. But it's going now, and it's one of the better deals that you're going to see this year on the Mega Cardinal. holiday bundle. Mega. It's mega. Yes. Yeah, mega. that's awesome. Uh, you've got your um, Super Mush, the oh, yeah. uh, the mushroom yeah. spray, mm-hmm. which they've got a, a deal going on. Plus, if you use the code RSB at checkout, you get 25% off. Mm-hmm. This is the one we always love when uh, Nutritional Frontiers has their sale. 15% off on everything. <laughs> which is great everything, everything. on the website 15% off with the RSB 15 code you get an additional, additional 15% off additional 15% if off you want that. the CBD you have to call for that correct right. correct that's calling but you still get the deal wow four sigmatic the uh, mushroom coffee which a lot of people love this is the big deal that they do every year mm-hmm. uh, you get the special price the Black Friday special plus an additional 10% off when you use RS Bell on the checkout mm-hmm. safe sleeve the emf radiation protection you use one of these on your phone right yeah i have one on my phone i do right so this is just one of those things that blocks the uh the emf radiation on the phone when you're using it it's yeah. got a like a special shield in in the uh, case mm-hmm. that it will protect you from the radiation of the phone they've got a black friday special you just click on the link and you'll and you'll get the uh the deal automatically 50, uh, up to 50 percent off on everything okay. site-wide okay. Uh, and then you got Whole Tones. Whole Tones oh, is having a black Friday yeah. sale. Michael Tyrell. Well. Yeah, Michael Tyrell, our friend, is he not not with us anymore. And recently, yeah, he just passed him. away recently. But good Lord, his music lives on. And yes. it's amazing. So if you haven't taken advantage of Whole Tones to sleep, we talk a lot of pop, people want to sleep, up right. to 50% off on their Black Friday sale. That's great. All right, so those now are the ones we have. There so are far. some other ones here. I have not had a chance to get uh, to talk with anybody over at Sovereign Silver yet. Okay. Um, they usually do something, uh, yeah. but I haven't got the details on that. So I will be putting that up there. And also uh, Synergy Science is going to be doing a Black Friday sale Okay. Uh, starting on Friday as well. So those two things will be updated over on the website on Friday. So if you okay. check in on Friday morning, you'll be able to get that info. All right. That sounds great. I like right. that. We, do, we will have Lisa Hill at the bottom of the hour. She's getting ready to join us, which is exciting to see Lisa. I always love seeing her at the events that I go to. She's often there. Hanging out with my friends at Cardio Miracle as well as the Silverite Global, the silver pillow that I want everybody sleeping on before the holidays. We'll uh, see what kind of deal we can get you. That's going to be fun. Uh, This article from Natural Blaze, I was talking with my wife about this yesterday, gaslighting. She actually finally looked up the term and where it came from, a book and a movie or two movies, you know, talking about a long time ago, I think 1940s or something, but Mm -hmm. uh, grade A gaslighting, the story says the FDA is now saying that its anti-ivermectin campaign was just a recommendation. <laughs> Wasn't that great? Do you remember the, the tenor and the tone and the words that were used when we were talking about the doctors who dared to promote the use of something like ivermectin? Was it, it's just a recommendation. We don't think you should do that or this is ridiculous. You guys are taking horse pills. It should stop. There's no science to support it. And you doctors are, are you know, are, how they say it quacks practically using the term against themselves for simply utilizing a, a, a drug off label. 
Now, prior to that moment, and Super Don knows this because he was annoyed many times over the years as we covered stories of off-label use by doctors. And we we covered those stories, and, and I think, Super D, correct me if I'm wrong, you were annoyed because they could just basically take any drug and say, you know, clinically, I think it might have some impact here. I'm going to try it this way for this. And, well, and it's, yeah, it seemed it. to me like there was this level of, of privilege, which I, I think doctors would probably go, well, yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm a doctor, right? Yeah, but, I'm allowed but, to do this sort of thing. But they would take a drug that was, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, let's say it was for, uh, for headaches. Yeah. And they would go, you know what? Um, I'm going to prescribe this instead to you because I saw this study over here. I'm going to uh, prescribe this to you for your toenail fungus. You know, and it's like, yeah, well, that's not but, what it was approved for. Now, let me ask you this, Super D. And by the way, you're hiding behind the article. The question I have for you about the annoyance, because you would be annoyed by it. Is it because they did that or is it because it was a double standard that no one else could? Well, I was getting to that. I was getting to that. That, you know, it's like a doctor can do that. And you can just be like, yeah, you know, I I heard this is okay for this. So I'm going to, I'm going to give it to you. Even though that's not what the FDA approved it for. And that's not what it says on the, on the the insert. I'm going to give it to you anyway, because I'm, I, I I believe that it's going to help you. Yet you can take somebody that, you know, wants to use, you know, the example we always use was the cherry juice one because that was yeah. such a big scandal, right? You know, we'll give you a cherry, cherry uh, juice. It's mm-hmm. good for you and it helps with gout. Mm-hmm. And those guys get attacked, shut yeah. down, sued. They, they lose their business license, run out of town by the government because you can't do that. That's, that there, that's not been approved for that. And so I, I looked at it as a double standard. Mm-hmm. Doctors won't look at it that way because they go, well, we're professionals. We're the doctors. Yeah. And so we can do that. But didn't they get a little bit of a taste of their own medicine during COVID? Right? Those doctors that were doing what they've always done in that they prescribe drugs off-label, even as we talked about, very old drugs that had what we call minimal uh, side effect, uh, what we call uh, profiles, right? So ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine specifically. And suddenly, you know, they did this their whole career off-label use, and suddenly they were de- destroyed, derided, accused of you know malpractice, accused of anything to get them to stop. All right. And so it was a, a you know I wasn't taking joy in that fact. It wasn't like see ha ha. No, that wasn't what my point is. But the point is though that they could, with their special status, do it as long as they were using the right drugs, the drugs right. that they you know that were new and very expensive. When you started sure. using generics that were dirt cheap, well, I'll tell you what, before before COVID, how many yeah. stories did we see in the news of doctors being stripped of their license for prescri- prescribing anything off label? Right. That it never it, happened. That, 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 that never happened. Suddenly it, they start doing it with ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine mm-hmm. and they're demonized. Yeah, the only thing that we would see in in regards to what you've just said is if a doctor went off label by prescribing herbal remedies, for instance. Yeah, but I technically that's that. not off label because there is no label, and that's that's yeah. you know yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. FDA approved drug is what you're saying. Yeah. But, but the point yeah. is that the double standard is very real. Now they had to deal with their own, let's say, protectors attacking them. Right. The licensing boards that would say, hey, they can use it off label. They're doctors. And now suddenly they were and they were being attacked. And it was inevitable because the the entirety of covid. Was to usher in the jabs, the mRNA technology, that was the prime focus to get that out there via emergency use authorization. The only way they could do it is to prohibit doctors from prescribing drugs off label that were successful in treating the symptoms. 
And then they, then they started to have to do gymnastics to explain why mm-hmm. this was a bad thing. Because how many ivermectin overdoses did, did exactly. you do? Oh, wait, no, not we none. Even, we even covered a story where they were trying to pretend that people were getting into trouble and having, you know, bad problems for taking. Oh, yeah, they, they were they were getting in the way, uh, cutting in line in front of all the gunshot victims uh, because they were going to the ER for overdoses of hydroxychloroquine right. and ivermectin, which ended up being BS. Yes, exactly. Uh, but but so then then they would then their excuse was well, see if you prescribe them ivermectin, they're they're not getting the life saving drugs, and so you're putting them at risk yes, here, of yeah. dying because you're giving them something that isn't going to work. You know? Yeah, you have a minor risk of any adverse event versus a guaranteed risk of almost yeah 100 percent death. Right. Of iremdesivir, for instance. So, yeah, I look at this grade A gaslighting. Now the FDA, because it's caught, everybody knows it with only those that are paid not to know it. Uh, They are saying their campaign telling people to stop taking it was just informal, just a recommendation. And this is the great, yeah, this is the great thing. The FDA, apparently, they just come Mm -hmm. out and said, well, but we didn't say you couldn't take it. Yeah. Yeah, right. It was just a recommendation. Do you remember Mm -hmm. anybody in the news or anybody that was relaying this information to anybody? Uh, saying that the FDA has recommended that you not take ivermectin. No, I mean, no. Where, are the, where are the talking heads in the media going? Now, I want everybody to understand the FDA, clear on this, just a recommendation. Just a recommendation. Well, yeah, it's, that didn't yeah, happen it's, one time. No. Uh, they, they say the cited statements were not directives. They were not mandatory. They were recommendations. They said what parties should do. Yet, that, yeah. you see this here. This is that you go back to August 20, 21st, 2021, mm-hmm. and you take yeah. a look. At this tweet that they put FDA out there. tweet, yeah. And what did the tweet say? From the FDA, you are not a horse. You are not a cow. Seriously, y'all, stop it. Stop it, yeah. Now, where's the, where's the asterisk to say, well, this is just a recommendation. recommendation. You, you can keep doing it if you want to. Yeah. It doesn't say that there. Yeah. No. So the FDA said, hey, stop taking it. People mm-hmm. took that as... Stop taking it, right? Well, there's more. A, tw- a Twitter campaign uh, said, hold your horses, y'all. Ivermectin may be trending, but it still isn't authorized or approved to treat COVID-19. Now, th- these are, again, semantics because they've been sued. You understand the FDA has been sued by doctors over this issue. This is the only reason they're coming out with any of this in this way. They would not respond to this normally. They would ne- they're being forced to because they have to defend themselves in court, so to speak. And in a separate page noted uh, by the Times, the FDA said, Question, should I take ivermectin to prevent or treat COVID-19? Answer, no. That was just a recommendation. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty clear, right? Well, no, that was kind of, we left room, wiggle room in that answer. No, period. <laughs> exactly. So what, what they're doing is trying to wiggle in the court. And I don't know, they could succeed. For all you know, you know how the courts are, are often very, uh, you know, they, they, they give so much uh, leeway to the FDA, these o- o- oligarchical agencies. Deference is the word I'm looking for. They give them great deference. And uh, so now we see the great, the great a gaslighting happening by FDA. Justin Hart, I see a tweet from him. Um, it was just a recommendation. Gaslighting. Yeah, you didn't hear it the way you think you heard it. We're just going to convince you it's the way we meant it, even though we didn't. We're going to say we meant it, and that should be enough. The judge should rule in our, in our favor. And good luck, doctors winning against the FDA or going after Health Canada or whatever, or, you know, target you have for the, the, the fundamental violations of your freedom as a physician under licensure 
to prescribe drugs off label. It was always going to come back to bite you. I, you know, I've said this for years, the exalted status, the elevated status, a license is not a freedom slip. It's a permission slip for someone who is owned and controlled by entities and organizations playing themselves through, in this case, state boards of medicine, medical boards. And they can be as bad or worse than condominium boards or homeowners association boards. It's just like the power plays that go on and who they answer to. And usually they're not practicing doctors on the boards themselves, and they're not all doctors, but put that aside for a moment. If you ask permission of government to do something that would otherwise be considered illegal by statute or regulation, you're not engaging in something that is freeing you to do something. They're just allowing you some narrow interpretation that that can change over time or that is ill-defined or not defined at all. What is the practice of medicine? So much uh, uh, vagarity purposefully written into the statutes, et cetera, at the state level, much less federal level, that as, as you read the, the practice of medicine statutes, or if you will, the regulations for practicing medicine in various states, it can be as absurd as, you know, you're a mom telling your, your, your teenage son to eat whole grains instead of white refined flour, sugar, breads, you know, for better energy, sustained energy, or to, uh, let's just say it this way, to prevent diabetes. Interesting. Like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Now that mom technically is engaged, according to statutes in some states, practicing medicine without a license. Now, it's not likely that they would go after the mom doing that, but let's say you're a nutritionist and you happen to mention it and you've got scientific validation to back it up. Suddenly now the state boards of uh, medicine will say, hey, 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 you're encroaching on our territory. And this has been precedented many times. Uh, remember they went after, who was the diabetes warrior in Carolina? Was it Cooksey? Something like that in my memory, sir? Steve Cooksey. Steve Cooksey, yeah. And yeah. he had an extensive uh, experience of going like car, uh, paleo or, you know, uh, meat eater, that carnivore, carnivore kind of thing. And he wrote about it. And he was talking to people. He was consulting with people who were like, hey, tell me what you did. You no longer have diabetes. And he described his diet. He posted it. And the State Board of Dietetics, much less State Board of Medicine, one of the Carolinas, I think it was North Carolina, went after him. Cease and desist, change your website, or we're coming after you to, to let you know how not free you are in America when it comes to health and healing. We are living, you know, as they say, one nation under God. It's a nice slogan, but in reality, under the corporate United States, it's one nation under the religion of modern medicine. I know it's offensive, but you should be offended by it because the federal government is not supposed to, according to the First Amendment, Respect the establishment of religion or prohibit the free exercise thereof. Yet they've established a state-sanctioned religion, modern medicine. One example after another after another. Now they gaslight you for pointing that out, or worse. Many doctors are finally waking up to that through the COVID crazy years. We welcome you here. Glad you're here. You're, you, we're not going to diss you for all the stuff. You got to deal with that. It's between you and God what you did prior to this. But if you're sincere and wanting to do better now that you know better, we're, we're here with you. We want to help you to do that too. And there are many organizations supporting you to do that now. They're not officially sanctioned by the federal government. They're probably not sanctioned at all by any board of medicine at any state level, any state. Uh, but you're seeing it, the parallel society. People are unplugging from the medical matrix and trying to do better, trying to do right now that they know better. We're welcoming you to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Hey, quick shout out to our friends at Orange Guard, orangeguard.com. Yes, even in the winter months, you got bugs coming into your home. 
You want to take care of that safely without poisoning the Thanksgiving turkey or whatever else you're eating. You can spray Orange Guard, the limonene-based pesticide, without poisoning your food or your cats or your dogs or your chickens or your kids. You can use this. It's only listed, say, for organic agriculture. I utilize it in my greenhouse if I need it. And uh, it's one of those wonderful things that makes your house smell nice, and you can clean with it, too. And also, it's been studied delimiting as an anti-cancer agent. Oh, my gosh. I said it. Yeah, but I'm not selling it, so I can still say it. It's pretty amazing. Also, uh, Super Don mentioned Nutritional Frontiers. Their line drive, 15% off. Black Friday event, you can use the code RSB15, get an additional 15 off. If you want their certified organic U.S.-grown hemp CBD, uh, you need to call them. And uh, that number, I don't have that number in front of me, Super D, but if you click on it, I'm sure it'll open up. But 15% off the entire line, uh, wonderful. And uh, we just, you know, I want you to get plugged in for all the things that will help strengthen you through these tough times, these challenging times. And you can thrive in the midst of them when you make the choices in, in full consciousness and you're not manipulated by fear to do things that are destructive of your goals to be healthy and to help others to do the same or better. But that's, you know, okay, what we're here about doing at the Robert Scott Bell Show. RobertScottBell.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Text RSB to 22828. My initials, RSB to 22828. And you'll get prompted in your phone to give the email address and you'll get the newsletter. And Super Don, do you have a Thanksgiving-themed uh, uh, question of the day, poll question? Here it is. Compared with previous Thanksgivings, how thankful are you this year? What kind of question is that? Are you, are you trying to like shame people into saying more thankful? If, cause if you, if you're not, you're going to yell at them. What is that? That seems oh, a little. Oh man, you've, you right. found me out. You figured me out. Stinker. What are you That's doing? It. All right. Are you more thankful? Are you about the I think, I think it, listen, right, it, right. it, it's a reflective question, I know. right? Am I more thankful this year? You know, do I have more things to be thankful for this year? Mm. How thankful am I that Robert Scott Bill harasses me on the air? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that's, that's I'm very thankful talking. for that. It keeps me on my toes. Do we really know? want to reflect? Is that what this show is all about? Self-reflection? Insults my poll of the day. Looking, that's looking a good thing, right? In the mirror and asking serious what's, questions. What's the, what's the silver lining here? And right? then you open the show today with Fauci. Oh, you know, God, man. Then I can do stuff like this and show people what you'll look like. Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't have to do that. 30 years from now and you're contemplating your navel. And the, I would not be able to go up here like that. That's, Mount oh, Ararat. Yes. You're so funny. There you are. I'm going to find like the lost ark. All right, folks. <laughs> Let's uplift the conversation. She's wonderful. She's very special to me. She's a bright light as well. She has a smile that lights up the room as well. Uh, first met her through Silver Right Global, the Silver Pillow Company, and they do more than just the pillows for, you know, they do pet beds and they do the travel pillows, which I have. Uh, I, I really want everybody that hasn't done this yet to get one. I'll explain why, and she'll explain why as well. Also, she's doing great work with John Hewlett and the, the team at Cardio Miracle. And we're having a great time together whenever we can get together. And we're getting together now on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Let's welcome back to the Robert Scott Bell Show, Lisa Hill. Hello. Happy Thanksgiving. You guys are hilarious. Seriously. If people don't smile when they listen to you, there's they got something going. There's something I wrong. I thought we were bumming everybody guys, out. Well, I'm glad to hear that because Lisa. You no, know, you, you guys are so great. And you know what? What you just said, Robert, is every time we see each other, we, you know, isn't it amazing as I was listening to you and Super Don talk about 
how, you know, we, we connect, right, at different events and different places. But I, I believe it's the gathering. People that are believing like we do, the, mm-hmm. it is the gathering. People are being drawn to people that are emanating truth. And that's what you do consistently. You know, there's been a lot of posers in this space. Mm-hmm. But Robert Scott Bell is one solid individual. I mean, he Good brings one. I thought it's you said amazing. I was a poser and that was a good thing. That's not a good thing. A poser? Super not. You don't explain <laughs> this to me. She says I'm not one. When did I say a poser is a good thing? <laughs> Maybe I'm just lost it because it's the holiday. Dude, you're a kid of the 80s. You're a kid of the 80s. You don't know what a poser is? I have a vague recollection, but you know, listen, before the show, as you know, Super D, the I went poser out. was the guy that dressed up and looked like he was a skater. Oh. He had the skater shoes and he had the skater haircut and the skater yeah. clothes and he even carried around a skateboard, but he couldn't skate because he just wanted to look like he could. That's a poser. So he was gaslighting himself. Yeah. Trying, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a poser. No, I think of I think of a guy that, you know, thinks he's got hilarious. big muscles, right? And poses. No? Not like that. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> you gotta cut me some slack here. Shelf, you can shelf that joke. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm like high altitude biking in the snow today. It was crazy. My wow. friend Dr. Ray Andrew said, hey. no joke. He literally yeah. walked in two what? minutes before he went to air. Cause he yeah. was out. He was out riding a bike. In I'm the like, snow. Oh my I get this text yeah. from my friend, Dr. Ray Andrew. Very nice man. Honestly, one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. He's a, D, a DO and, and a great integrative doctor guy. And he says, Hey, cause we've done some mountain biking in the summer. And he's like, hey, I'm coming up Wednesday morning. You want to go ride? And I'm like, dude, you know, the sun doesn't get up until, and, and it's also like in the teens and 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll we'll sleep in. You can do it at, at 10, you know, or something. So he comes, picks me up at 10, 15. We go up to the mountain. So I'm I'm up at six, 7,000 feet. Man, I am sucking wind. I'm like, it is cold. <sighs> Breathing it in. I'm like, I layered up. So I was actually sweating, but the air is so cold. It was like the lungs. I didn't hurt so much. It was like, I could feel it was an effort to do it. And then I got back. I'm like, stuff's coming out, which is great. This is why I talk about the clarity I feel, but also the clarity I feel from sleeping on a silverite pillow. Remember uh, when <laughs> I first Lisa, I got the silver pillow yeah, yeah, and I slept on it. What was my main thing? It was like, holy crap, my nose was cleared. It, yeah, it was like a sinus yeah. issue. Anytime you're on one of those regular old pillows, foam pillows, feather pillows, et cetera, there are things that accumulate over time. Mold, uh, you know, different... Uh, That's right pest bugs, the little thingies, and they can create inflammation, allergic reactions in the sinus cavity, congestion, and then, of course, snoring that's annoying or made worse by it. And, you know, much like I, I exercise so I can have clarity, when I go to sleep, I don't want to counter all of that good work by sleeping on something that's going to create inflammatory cascades, allergic responses in the body. And so I'm tying, you know, the two together. It's not just about your waking life exercise. It's like when you go to bed, there's a lot you can sabotage yourself with if you don't know. What's going on? That's right. Well, you know what? One of the interesting things was, is, is interesting things. I say the CDC finally got it right. There is one thing. And that was, I'm just going to read it to you for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, September 19th and 23rd. Can you believe they made it Fungal Disease Awareness Week? I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. I'm not really too jazzed about Fungal Disease Awareness Week. But anyway, what it did talk about was that the one of the biggest challenges they're having right now is fungus, fungal infections post-COVID. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so let's go back to what you've been preaching and teaching forever, Robert, and that is that fungus is among us, right? Fungus mm-hmm. is the core of many of our diseases. Being in medicine for 22 years, working with patients, 
And I'm going to go back for just a moment because I think when we look at where we are today compared to when I first started into, you know, working in the ER, um, I'm not even going to say how many years ago, <laughs> but truly when patients would come in and they would have gone through chemo, right? What is the biggest thing that we would have to deal with when they would come back from chemo would be over ravaging amount of a fungal infection. Well, what that told me back then was that there's definitely something wrong with your immune system. What is going on? I mean, there was fungus in their throat and their ears and thrush and, you know, everywhere. So your immune system has to remain so strong, but what if you have this underlying fungal infection that is consistently doing you wrong on a daily basis? So when I started to put together what we consider to get today, the, the functional fabrics, um, the silver right pillow. Number one, it was because um, I'm a thriver. I don't call myself a th survivor. I call myself a thriver. Having hit the wall, you know, over 20 mm -hmm. years ago with my own health and really having to look at what I was doing on a daily basis and how I was taking care of myself and what I was doing that really wasn't serving me, me well. And I went and spent six weeks at the Hippocrates Clinic. Now, they were the very first um, clinic that started for you, cancer. You were down in uh, the West Palm Clinic? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're doing serious wheatgrass. I mean, it's serious. hardcore, the hypocrisy. Serious yeah. stuff. But I went to class after class, even though I thought I knew a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Class after class, talking about really what get into the cell of the matter and all this. What I left there with was that. I have to prevent fungus at at all costs because yeah. every cancer cell had an element of fungus to it. And what they even went so far to say is that every fung every cancer situation started off as a fungal infection. Now, of course, we don't say we treat, cure, diagnose, but look at and I, I encourage everyone to pull up this information that the CDC just said. They also talked about fungal infections that go undiagnosed, leading to serious illness and death. We have to increase the awareness about fungal diseases is one of the most important ways we can improve early recognition, reduce delays in diagnosis and treatment, blah, blah, blah. You know, the CDC does what they, they want to do. But what I thought was real fascinating about that is if we sit down and we go, we go okay, okay, I'm going to eliminate fungus from my diet, from my life. Where do we start? What do you do? I mean, you guys have the answers on your show. You bring on wonderful guests, people that have really dynamic solutions. But when I was working out in California and I was working with a doctor out of UCLA, mm -hmm. she was an ear, nose and throat doctor. So, so over a series of conversations and kind of hit and misses with um, the silver eye pillow, what she told me was that the way that she practiced medicine changed when she understood that the number one element that could be feeding into constant um, fungal infections of her patients was their pillow. And I went, wait a minute. You mean to tell me something as simple as a pillow could make a huge difference for your, just think about it. You're sleeping on a fungal infested pillow for eight to 10 to 12, sometimes longer. Mm -hmm. um, and you've had it for years and you're not even aware of what you're breathing in. The microscopic fungal spores, as you know, Robert, you talk about it a lot. Those spores are so minute. We breathe them in. They cross the blood brain barrier. They go into our gut. They go into our thoracic cavity. They go into our, you know, our throat. They go into our whole body. And then what happens is we're a fungal mess. We go and get treated at some kind of wonderful clinic, come back and we sleep on the same dirty pillow. Well, remember the antifungals are some of the most toxic medications known to man. They are. They destroy the liver and it's already yeah. you know, bad to yeah. begin with. So yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's, it's something that is invisible to most, as you point out, it's small. And mm -hmm. imagine mm -hmm. that as much as we talk about it, 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 
it's still people aren't getting the memo. They're going to sleep on stuff that's not conducive right. for good. And that's the other thing. What was it? Uh, is it Super Don? Two two out of three people were wishing. You know, well, I wish for Christmas is a good night's sleep. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, two out, two out of three people on, on their holiday wish list was to get a decent night's sleep. Yeah. Well, think about this. And this goes back to what you were talking about earlier. So here's a here's a, here's a a jar with water. Mm-hmm. And it, this is water. And then right here you have the K-pop, which is in our pillow. This has been sitting here for uh, about six months. So it doesn't absorb the water. Why is that important? Because now, even if you go to, head, go to bed with, you know, kind of a damp hair or whatever, yeah. it's not going to... It's not going to create a fungal, moist, dark, icky mm-hmm. place inside your pillow. It's, it's going to constantly resist that. Yeah, I, I love it. My my wife looks at my pillow and she just she just gets sad. She's like, "Your pillow looks so sad." <laughs> it's because maybe I'm, Santa's going to bring you a maybe Santa's going to bring you a new one. How's that? Well, no, I, I, it's funny because I say it this way because she looks at it. It's like it looks deflated, but I like you know I pulled because it's so what we call right. generously right. stuffed. Yep. It's so yep. generously right stuffed. Look at that. And it's and when I got it, it, yeah, when Lisa, when I got it, I was like, <laughs> too much in there for me. But you might as well just sleep on the pillowcase. Just, <laughs> there you go. That's and just point. lay on I, this. I right? pulled a lot of the K-Pok out, and it's a lot slimmer. Let's just say right. it. That, but I like it that way because right. I can I can fluff it into the position I like. And so right. that, it works for me. But you got, you're so generous with the K-Pok. It's like st- some people like that. So it, right. it's still an awesome pillow, and I love sleeping on it every night because – that's the sinus stuff I, you know, didn't have clarity with, even though I worked for years and years. It's a weak point going back to, you know, my my early years. So breaking that cycle, even all the good stuff I do during the day could be countered by sleeping mm-hmm. on a pillow mm-hmm. that's loaded with stuff that you're breathing in at night. Uh, and that's so, also, mm-hmm. you're right. And let's also think about the microtoxins and also the 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 chemicals, formaldehyde, what happens with the neurotoxin. So when I did a further deep dive into really what is helping people sleep better and how I can be a servant and help do that, I was fascinated by the fact that formaldehyde is outgassing from foam. I went, whoa, slow the roll. You mean to tell me that everything I'm sitting on, sleeping on, that has foam in it, it emits a formaldehyde gas. And so I don't know if any of you know who Doug Kaufman is. I know that you do, Robert. Doug Kaufman is such a dear friend and all these years that he's been talking about fungus mm-hmm. in your, in your environment, your pillow and all of that, but also the neurotoxins. So they talk about brain disease. Well, one of the doctors that I, that I was working with said, it isn't just your phone that is causing, you know, brain disease and causing, you know, all these challenges with our brain function. He said, it's the constant outgassing of everything around us, toxins, mm-hmm. chemicals, some things we can't avoid, but if we can, we must at all, at all costs. Also, there was an article, I encourage everyone to read about this in PubMed. And this is really interesting. PubMed came up with, um, they wanted to find out if fungal contamination was in bedding. I went, yeah, that's, but you never know when you start reading, you go, oh, is this going to go my way? But what I thought was so interesting, they tested 10 pillows aged between one and a half to 20 years. <laughs> I don't know if there's anybody out there with a 20 year pillow, but, and they said, we're collected and cultured for fungi. Every single one of them had aspirillus. They had every kind of fungus, 47 species were isolated from the pillows and Every single pillow had severe contamination to it. This is in PubMed. 
So again, I just want to share that with you because I think sometimes when I prattle along and I get so excited about it, but to back up what we're talking about, if it's something as easy as sleeping on a pillow that isn't going to add to your dis-ease or add to your uh, mm-hmm. downfall of your health, I mean, right. everything that you talk about all the time, Robert, you know, this is one area I like to tell everybody, I want Silver Right to be that safe place you land at the end of your day mm-hmm. to cradle your head Um and we haven't even gone into the other amazing things that are going to be coming up about functional fabrics that have silver in it, mm-hmm. that have a natural blocking, natural yeah, EMF protection as well. Oh. Uh, I, I just thought I was going to ask you some of these innovations as well, because I know beyond the pillow, there's the travel pillow, like in the neck pillow, which I love. And you were so kind because one trip I made, I'm like, oh, I forgot my pillow. And you brought me one. It was so sweet. Of course, and, you're Robert but, Scott Bell. <laughs> no, I'm just so kind. And then... The, the the bed the 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 pet or dog you know kind of on yeah. the, you sleep on that and keep it clean for the pets as well and I, I imagine I'm thinking about all this I'm like thinking we need sheets now yeah. we need blankets I mean it'd be lovely to have all of that and I know you're innovating yeah. and thinking about that as well I don't know how soon any of those things are going to be made available in addition to what we're talking about today well we're hoping quicker than than later mm-hmm. as well as clothing. We're doing some testing on clothing, clothing, you know, for the EMF blocking clothing, um, underwear, T-shirts, caps, gaiters, all that kind of stuff. So um, we're definitely thinking of the fu- of people's future health and how we can be how we can serve, because this is also interesting. I'm sure that you you've covered it. I think on one of your shows talking about the RSV, what's going on right now with the children. Yeah. Um, I am sure, I mean, immune system aside, but I'm sure the fungal exposure that these kids and everybody is exposed to is extensive. Mm -hmm. And how many of them are being prescribed antibiotics for an RSV? Probably. Yeah, yeah, all of them. And and yet that only weakens the terrain of the gut to make it more explosively welcoming to fungal species and overgrowth. So completely diminishing and destroying whatever immunity they have left. And then they blame a virus once again, you know, mm-hmm. something that might be incidental mm-hmm. to the corruption that preceded it. So, yeah, a lot of these things I'm thinking, kids, if you were sleeping, your kids on these mm-hmm. little silverite yeah. pillows. And you it, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. I remember you actually sold, sell the um, the case without anything in it, yeah. right? And yeah, so, absolutely. Because if you're like me and you don't use as much of the K-Pock, you can take that and make it for your kids, a smaller one. Take the cape sure. off and get get one of the the, the cases. Sure. I'm just thinking out loud here. Absolutely. And what I usually do when I travel, just you know, I always take the travel pillow with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but in addition, I will take my top casing off because it comes double cased. Mm-hmm. So you take I take off my double double my top t- case and I put it on my pillow in the hotel room. Mm-hmm. And then I take my travel pillow, so I'm kind of like double protected because sometimes you just don't have the room to bring your big. You know, pillow from home. I do because mine's deflated but, so much. Like <laughs> but I have done that too. I just walked on. That's my secondary carry on, you know. Yep, I'm yep. bumping people's heads and I'm walking on the plane. <laughs> what awesome. is that? Silver, Silver pillow. I've heard of it? Awesome. <laughs> That is so cool. Well, I'd love to hear from everybody that's already gotten a, a one or 10 and sleeping on them. For those of you who haven't, I will hear from you because you're going to get on it. And you're going to go, dude, why did I take so long? Yes. Why did yeah. I take too long to do this? And so uh, what are we doing for the holiday season? What is it? Because uh, I think Supernaut has been trying to reach you, track you down and say, Lisa, what are we doing? What's the deal What's the <laughs> for the Robert Scott Bell Show family to get it, get into the Silverite Global Pillows? Well, I'm telling you, we don't give this special except at shows, but mm-hmm. because you're my show partner and we see you everywhere. So the show special for the RSB, mm-hmm. um, 
is $99. So we know our pillow is $149, but for RSB, and the code is RSB22. And they'll get get the pillow for $99. So when I look at it, um, and I'll tell you another little secret that we're working on. We really haven't made major announcements yet, but I'm working Mm -hmm. with the lab. And to get our product um, approved as a medical device and for Mm. treatment for people with sleep disorders, for people with, I mean, it's crazy what we're doing right now. But it's exciting to me because now we're going to reach a whole nother demographics of people that don't believe like us, right? But hey, if the doctor says do it, do it. And we're Mm. having such great results. So I'll be really surprised if people don't come back and say, you know what? My head wasn't hot. My nose is clear. I felt like, you know, I slept really well all night because you adjusted the in, you know, took KPOC out or put more in mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it, you had a really good sleep. So, yeah, $99 RSB 22 and that'll give you, you know, almost half off for the pillow. Dude, that's awesome. I appreciate that so much. Now, uh, I was thinking also, well, I'm just putting you on the spot here, but not really. We sort of talked about this. Maybe running, uh, I say a contest, but... Let's say, you know, for our patron supporters that are really big time supporters of Robert Scott Bell Show and anybody from this audience that uses that code RSB22 between now and Christmas, that after Christmas, that lull time between Christmas and New Year's, we'll do like a, a drawing, a giveaway for one of those folks that. Yay! And, absolutely. And then the question would be, what would we give away? Do we give away another pillow, a travel pillow, a doggy bed? What would you think would be fun to do uh, for that uh, giveaway? I think give him a, a, a free pillow. Uh, another pillow? Okay. All absolutely. Right. All because right. You I heard think it that, here. You bet. We're, we're going to do that. Now, the thing is, your team needs to let us know by that time who used that code so we can make sure yeah. they're included when we absolutely. do a kind of special drawing. So here we go. Not only do you get the, the Silverite pillow for an awesome deal uh, using the RSB22, it's 99 bucks instead of 149 Uh, But if you get one between now and Christmas or a bunch, whatever it will, will enter you in. And then between Christmas and New Year's, we'll do a drawing for everybody that bought one. And I'm going to include my patron supporters as well, because they're so special awesome. for what they do. Awesome. So everybody will be eligible there. And then somebody will win one of those pillows. Now, as far as what if somebody has the pillow and they say, Hey, I want to buy the travel pillow, or I want to buy the dog bed or whatever. Are there any discounts or does it apply to those things in a certain way that code? So the RSB 22 will give you the pillow for 99, but okay. if they want to just get the, the, some of the other products, I apologize. It's a little bit clunky, Yeah. but if you want to pull out, you want to insert the regular RSB code for 20% off. Yeah. They can do that. So They'll is that it. one just RSB or is it? Yep. A, okay. So it's RSB. RSB. So if you're using the RSB code, you can use it for all the other products to get 20% Correct. off. Okay. Correct. Thank, yeah. you. Thank you, Lisa. I just couldn't keep Absolutely. up. Absolutely. So we got the greatest deal, y'all. If you haven't jumped on the silver right uh, pillow or put it under your head, you're going to thank me. You're going to thank Lisa. You're going to go, why did it wait so long? Well, you waited now because (laughs) you get the great deal. And I added something right here. So everybody will that buys one between now and then will be entered in and we'll do a drawing between Christmas and New Year's. Got that super deal. You taking notes? Don't forget this. (laughs) I'm, I'm just like. Thinking of an exciting, fun thing to do. I love it. Love yeah. it. I am, I am. I am making the banner as we speak right now. Oh yeah! Look at you. You're awesome. Well, Super D doesn't. Super Don, you're amazing. He is amazing. This is so exciting. And so yes. I'd love to hear your stories, everybody. Once you get it, or if you've already been sleeping on it, like me, and go, yeah. Now you've run into the the My Pillow guy, haven't you? You've met him, haven't you? I actually was his vice president of um, sales and marketing. 
I don't think I knew that. Yes, I was. So, you know, I met him when he first started on his journey. Yeah. And um, we talked about how he can get his product out to the market. And it was, have you ever thought of an infomercial? Mm. So that's where, you know, his story was was birthed and um, connected him with some amazing people in the industry. And, um, you know, now God is using him in a big way to do things, you yeah. know, for our country. So, um, yeah, that was that was some journey. That's for sure. Yeah, if you've read his book, what he's overcome in his lifetime, it's just amazing. Correct. Uh, but uh, you know, I don't even know what he charges for his pillow, but it doesn't have silver in it. Uh, I'm just sorry. You no. can get other stuff. <laughs> you get the silver pillow uh, from yeah. Silverite and Lisa Lisa Hills here. here. So, uh, yeah, I wondered about that. I, it, I had no idea that you had that lineage because obviously he's been quite successful with infomercials yes. and commercials yes. running in, in various places. And, he and you know what I tell everybody is, you know, you can love Mike. You can absolutely adore Mike, adore what he's doing. But there are different fits for different people. Mm-hmm. You know, I have it. You have a you have a great, uh, enormous body of people that are purists. You have people that are vegans, people that are vegetarians, people that are raw meat eaters, for Pete's sake. So, mm-hmm. you know, because we express freedom in all areas in our country and, you know, you have the freedom to choose. So the freedom to choose on something that's going to fit your lifestyle better. Mm-hmm. I think it's an absolute blessing while continuing at the same time to honor other people and what they're doing and mm-hmm. lift each other up. You know, yeah. that's what it's all about. I think my next hour guest, if I'm not mistaken, Michael Bolden from the 10th Amendment Center has one of your silver right pillows. Yeah. I think he does because he's smart like that. <laughs> <laughs> He'll deny it. No, he won't. Uh, but yeah, I'm very excited because when we talk about uh, the politics of, of what goes on. It, it, it's just not yeah. pleasant, as you know, no. as much as we, we have to engage because if we don't, we see the encroachment on our freedom. And so there's yeah. a, you know, a place where we have to become active and we got to determine how best to do that. And I think that's kind of like what I, I'm excited about having Michael Bolden back on the show next hour, because he's all about how to do it and how to do it efficiently and not spin our wheels. Right. And, and get little right. or nowhere. We want to accomplish things. We want to see things happen. But one of the things I want and you want, Lisa, is to have people healthy enough to yes. thrive like you described. Not just survive, but yeah. thrive so that they have the energy to defend what we believe is important about our lives. And that is the defense of our freedom to live as we see and uh, life, liberty, property. We talk about that as well. But you have done such great innovation. And I'm so grateful that you're also working with John Hewlett and the team at Cardio Miracle. Oh, you yes. there too. We've been having a great time. Well, you know what is interesting about John Hewlett and Cardio Miracle is we look at Knowing the people, and I think this bears bears witnessing when we're talking about right now, we're coming into Black Friday, right? Mm-hmm. So people are running out, making all kinds of purchases. Well, I made a decision years ago that I was going to be a conscious consumer, meaning I want to look who's making my products. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to look at who's behind the products, who's making the decisions. So when I looked at how what can we do for heart health and how we can help our country, um, this is a company and a gentleman in, you know, in Cardi Miracle that is putting his finances on the line, yeah. you know, just like Mike Lindell and some of the other ones out there, they're putting their finances on the line to really push for freedom on mm-hmm. all levels in our country. Not many companies do that. So you can yeah. have a, something in an amazing pretty box, but at the end of the day, if that person, that company and that person is standing behind killing babies and they don't love yeah. Jesus and they don't love God and country, what are we doing? It's like putting a grenade in their pocket. 
Well, yeah, and you mentioned uh, John Hewlett and, and the team. They've raised money through the sale of the product, and they put it into like the Prosecute Now teams. Yes. To go after yep. uh, the crimes that have been committed yep. and to try to be efficient by looking at what are the federal uh, ways we can do that? What are the state-level ways we can do that? And seeing some really interesting strategies through the states to do that. Absolutely. And again, I like that. It's not just doing the same thing and expecting a different result. So yes, I appreciate yep. that, and I acknowledge that as well. So Lisa Hill, Silverite Global, we have it linked up and in, 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 we'll put it in the Black Friday area as well so people can take advantage of that. RFB22, you can get a Silverite pillow for 99 bucks instead of 149 And if you want to get the 20% off for all other products, just use the code RSB and uh, you can get all of that other stuff. And as soon as we, you have sheets and blankets and clothing, yeah, un- under- silver underpants, I'm in. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. You as well, and and love to you and the whole family. And uh, anything else we can do to help you out, Lisa, you just let me know. Thank you so much, and likewise. Thank you, Super Dawn. Yes. Bye. (laughs) Very grateful (laughs) for Super Dawn, too. Grateful to Lisa Hill and all that you're bringing and your passion and knowledge and and, uh, willingness to go out and do these things uh, that are, you know, maybe not often popular but they're the right thing to do. And they're popular Amen. here. Not that we're in a running popularity contest, but you're awesome. Thanks, Lisa. Oh, you're better. Thank you guys so much. God bless everybody. All right. That's Lisa Hill from Silverite Global. And now you got the deal. If you've been waiting, go get it. We're going to take an educational brief pause at the top of the hour here. And then we'll be joined. I think I see him, but he's in black and white. Let's see if he shows up in color of black and white today. Uh, it's Michael Bolden from the 10th Amendment Center. You're freaking him out right now. He's going, is there something wrong with my camera? No, no. he's just in the no, Michael. It's you're, 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 you're in the, the virtual uh, waiting room. Yeah, you know, he's he all about those, 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 black and white. those shades of gray, isn't he? <laughs> no, we're going to find out what's he been up to. And uh, gosh, this is a, you know, a lot of reasons to be grateful today. Lisa Hill and then Michael Bolden. Awesome. Y'all stick around. Tell your friends. Come on, join us here at robertscatbell.com where the power to heal is yours. On the path to liberty, who do you got to go through? No, you don't got to go through them. You just got to hang out with them a bit. It is Michael Bolden from the 10th Amendment Center. We got a Black Friday sale Super Don has up there. And he's got, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Michael, do you have a silver right pillow too? Am I just imagining that? One day I thought, I heard, rumor, you might have one too. What? Oh, hi. (laughs) Hey, Michael. (laughs) Let's try this. Thank you, yes. Super Don. Thank you. Uh, you're, you're welcome. Oh, for what? I, I just loved it when Lisa was on there at the end and it was just the two of you guys together. She said, Thank you, Super Don. And then he popped in. I thought yes. it was like a magic phrase that would oh, bring Super Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't want to take away the 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 code. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I do not have a pillow, but I, I actually I bought the masks right at the beginning of this. That's what it was. Chaos. That was yeah. Because I'm like, if I'm going to wear one of these things, I'm going to at least get some silver in my in yes. my lungs. <laughs> Thank you for correcting my memory. It was faulty. But yeah, because I remember when we first came out and she said, hey, we got the silver ones. 
those were the only ones that I was I literally wear. on the website as you were saying that, like, oh, can I afford to get a couple of these right now? They're actually yeah. pretty decent price, too. So that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, for the quality and the lasting of it, it's just like it ain't going to go bad. Uh, so, yeah, that's a great deal. And I, I'm, I'm grateful that I have it for sure. So, so what are you uh, guys up to? I, you know, we're just so excited to have you on for how, you know, it's just so annoying. You just like toy with us. You show up in the chat room and like, but I can never be on your show. <laughs> and, and you know, we have to watch. I know what it is. You just want everybody to watch the path to Liberty three times a week, which is worthwhile. Cause it's awesome. Every time I get to catch it. Boring. Um, no, it's not boring. This is the awesome. fun times right here. We do have fun. That's true. But no, I enjoy theor uh, not theoretically, but actually whenever I get to see you, because you do so much homework to bring out uh, some, some you know, genuine historical basis for the people that were part of the founding of the country, what they were thinking, why they were thinking it, and context, you know, putting everything into context so we understand cause and effect link. And I've complained about my upbringing in, in public schools is like history the was the worst. Oh, my it was God. The worst because it was there was just there was no connection, no links to anything. So I was kind of lost as to why stuff happened. Oh, it doesn't matter. Just remember that it did when it did. Who well, cares why? I went to a Catholic school as a kid for grade school, and I taught that this was taught that the solution to all problems went through the Catholic Church, right? And then I went to government school after that, and I was taught that the solution to all problems went through government. And it really took a long time to unlearn that. And there's a great quote from Abigail Adams. She was writing to her son when he was like 12. John Quincy ended up becoming president years later. And she said, learning is not obtained by chance. It must be sought for with diligence. So we're living in this age of information. And in many ways, people are far more ignorant today than at the time of the founding. The founders and the old revolutionaries, they studied the classics. I mean, Jefferson knew Greek. I mean, we don't learn stuff like this. And, you know, you have to kind of go out of your way to remain ignorant and just get force fed the Fauci kind of mainstream. Yeah. I just, I know it's a kind of a celebratory day in a way for that. So. I know I was bummed to bring up Fauci at the beginning too, but you got I mean, it once it, in a while on a day like this, right? Yeah. We got to re yeah, recognize what you pointed out is we're so not subtly, but almost totally ignorant of the basis. You know, as you talk about the path to Liberty, the basis for how Liberty even got here. You yeah, know, as, a, as, as a country that would say, I'm an American, I pride myself on, I love liberty. And then you go in and support a government that destroys liberty everywhere it goes, foreign and domestic. Yeah, and like, Super Don actually sent me this article from Children's Health Defense that I hadn't really, I only skimmed through it, but it was about regaining personal sovereignty. And that's something that we do a lot of work on. Can I give you a promo here? Eh, Okay. We literally just released a brand new uh, ebook this morning. It's a free, free book that anyone can get. It's 60 pages. It's probably some of the best work we've ever done. It's at 10thamendmentcenter.com slash free book. You don't have to leave your name, no info. Not one of those where you'll be like, sign up for this. No, you just go there and you click a button, you download this free 60-page book. And in that book, it's a 10th Amendment power from the people. You know the old phrase, power to the people? That actually gets it backwards. That's like a people like begging the established system to give them some kind of power when really the American system is based on principles of sovereignty or final authority. And if you go back to the real American revolution and not the war for independence, I think it was a letter to Hezekiah Niles in 1818. John Adams described the American revolution as a radical change change in the viewpoints of the people. And that's really what we need today. We need a radical change in the viewpoints of the people that the people themselves have to control their own destiny, their 
own, they have to protect their own constitution, their own liberty, whether the government wants them to or not. And that truly is what sovereignty or final authority in the American system is all about. The beginning of the American Revolution, we trace back to 1761, James Otis Jr.'s great speech against the writs of assistance where they were doing broad general warrants instead of uh, something based on probable cause, oath or affirmation, et cetera, et cetera, pre-Fourth Amendment stuff. And in that, and I'm wearing the T-shirt for those of you guys watching, uh, mm -hmm. this great quote from Otis where he said, an act against the Constitution is void. And this is where the revolutionaries started to look at things differently. Rather than sovereignty being in a king or a queen, a single person or a cabal of people like the king in parliament – Sovereignty was in the hands of the people, and if they had a constitution, whether written or unwritten like it was for the British constitution at that time, it doesn't matter what government had to say. If they went beyond those limits, those mm -hmm. acts are void, and of course, it's up to the people to treat them that way as well. So this new free ebook traces kind of this foundational structure of the American Revolution based on a natural rights tradition. Our rights are our rights because we exist, not because because they yes. are a gift from government. I know you say this stuff all the time, so easy peasy, right? Well, uh, but I mean, we trace I, that kind of that natural rights tradition into mm -hmm. the structure of the Constitution mm -hmm. and how to defend it as well. See, it's the backstory that I love, Michael, that you Me go too, through man. all of the time, dude. And, and, you know, you dig so deep into it that it's just like, dude, I didn't know that. I'm like, I thought I knew some stuff. And I'm like, where's your hat Michael, today? Where's my hat? Well, uh, only yeah. one of us is really representing here. That's true. And Superdon's not wearing his either, but you're bringing it because you feel bad about the original all the one too. You've rejected us to be on the show. And then <laughs> this is all uh, panic. Yeah, I should have the stickers all over my body at this point. <laughs> yes. Hey, Michael, the, uh, I'm at 10th Amendment Center.com. And I want yeah. to see if if it's already been, you've just mentioned this new free ebook. Is oh, it, yeah, is slash it find? free book. So I got to, is there a, is there a hyperlink, like a, a tab that, or do I have to type no, it in? No, just, yeah, 10thamendmentcenter.com slash free book. I literally made that URL during the first hour of the show. So okay, that's I'll have a link not somewhere, a, someplace. For it yet. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I'm here now. I see it. Super All right, I'm wearing my hat now. Now you nice. have this. Nice. This is the uniform. This is our, this is the first annual Thanksgiving hat day. <laughs> okay. Now you've, you've challenged me. Hold on here. <laughs> Oh, look at that! Right out of the package, it's got the new. It's got the new hat smell. Nice. There, beautiful. Look, look at this. that. Yours has a little extra on yours. I've got it? a second generation hat on. Oh, right I'm here. on first gen. I'm going to hold on to this one forever. But you know, the the first gen has the power to heal. Is yours in black? That's yeah, I've got is. the first generation too. Second generation has it in white, so you can actually read the power to heal as you want. We've got we've got the super cool one that has like the yeah. hidden message. I only right, yeah, I only wear the OG one. Yeah, if you hold a black light up to it, you can actually see. Yeah, it. we thought it's a secret decoder ring hat. <laughs> and you guys have the cool one. This one's the next generation. And get you know, given uh, you know some good things that are happening with sponsors and other things, we'll probably be able to make another run of hats. But they're very pricey. I was shocked by how expensive hats oh, are. Yeah. Nights, Unless but, you do a massive run of anything clothing yeah. wise like i have i'm wearing one of these t-shirts we sell these t-shirts they're expensive and when yeah. people buy them we make a few bucks which is cool but it's also about like people being able to get the message out if they're able to buy something and they want to you know mm -hmm. we're going to encourage them to buy something with a positive message power to heal is yours and act against the constitution is void <laughs> yes, all yes, the lovely. same super dog if you can i i, I uh, what is that one 
defend liberty, defeat socialism. Nice. That's, a, that's a Jonathan Emord hat. Um, I, I've dropped the uh, link, the direct link into uh, Skype for you. If you can also show the visual of that 10th Amendment, the power from the people um, link for the download free, the the, the book that uh, ebook that Michael and Lori Harvey over on Facebook says you're not getting the shirts from the right person. Well, then That's we need to know true. about that. Lori is awesome. Yeah, she can hook us up. She's doing oh, cool, a lot of good cool. cool printing. So uh, we love to keep it, as you know, in the family. Yeah, yeah, of course. Each other, which is really nice. Well, I think that's a little bit of what that article was about, really, at least mm -hmm. from what I was skimming. It's basically don't fund your opposition. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're, you're voting, yeah, man. I know. Go ahead. Say it. You do it. I struggle with it. Oh, Michael. I talk about oh, Michael. It. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Come on, say it. I'm going to go with the Thomas Jefferson approach. Thomas Jefferson told us in the Kentucky resolutions of 1798 in response to the hated alien and sedition acts specifically said, vote the bums out is the constitutional remedy for when people want to get rid of people. They don't like their policies, but are still within the bounds of the constitution. If, for example, Congress has been delegated a power to declare war and they declare war on somebody, you don't agree with them doing that. Your responsibility, according to Thomas Jefferson, is to change the people in charge. But Jefferson said where powers are assumed, which have not been delegated, a nullification of the act is the rightful remedy. So as soon as they go beyond the limits of the Constitution, which is 24-7, yeah. 365 on every single issue, every mm -hmm. politician, every team in power in our lifetime constantly, mm -hmm. how Jefferson said to do it. And I think if it's going to be between Jefferson and some political pontificator of today, yeah. I'm just going to go with Thomas Jefferson. He said nullification is the rightful remedy. James Iredell, who was one of the first uh, Supreme Court justices to associate justice nominated by George Washington, he said the people should resist when the government usurps power is not delegated to it. So that's how you're supposed to deal with it. It's up to the Supreme sovereignty of the people. John Dickinson described it that way. He's the penman of the American Revolution to keep the government within the bounds of the Constitution. Yeah, this so is voting, the, voting, vote yeah. with your dollars. Right, yeah. It's so more than just to support the people who are doing good things. Like you had, mm. uh, man, was there somebody on doing cheesecake recently? Yes, Deb. Man, uh, that was so uh, cool. Jacobson. And in fact, so cool. Did you get out. one of hers? I got this. I don't drink the do Kool-Aid, but I do eat Beloved. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I thought they, that that gave me chills as I was listening to that episode because here's someone who, I mean, was way more hardcore than me and mm -hmm. literally right at the beginning of the lockdown said, I don't care. I'm mm -hmm. just running my business anyways. And yeah. more people need to do this. And as I saw that happen, even in downtown Los Angeles, which I just escaped from after many, oh, many really, years, yeah. more than a couple <laughs> of decades, I just yeah. escaped from. Probably never but, leave. Over time, I found small businesses in the area that were literally defying all L.A. County public health orders, whether it was masks or stayed open or having people inside. And I only started doing business with those people. I had a friend who had moved out of town and moved to Mexico and he had to come back for some business. And I'm like, hey, man, let's go meet for some drinks and food. He's like, is that even possible? I'm like, oh, man, I got the spots. There's not many, yeah. but I think it's important to support people who are doing things that you believe in. Now, does that mm -hmm. mean? 
mean that everyone's going to support the things that I believe in? Probably very few. Mm -hmm. uh, same with you, RSB, right? There's not going to mm -hmm. be a lot of people, but that's how we build community. That's how we build strength. Again, going back to John Dickinson, he told us it's a motto that we have at 10th Amendment Center, Concordia Res Parve Criscunt. It's a Latin phrase that Dickinson used in his famous Letters from a Farmer in Pennsylvania in 1767. It was the most read documents on American liberty up until publication of Thomas Paine's Common Sense. And Concordia Res Parve Criscunt means small mm. things grow great by concord. Every yeah. small step towards liberty is the beginning of that journey of a thousand miles to take down the empire. Mm. You have uh, uh, been so eloquent in addition to your... I just missed uh, you. I know, but you also your deliciousness when we get to hang out together. We always find lovely places to go. In a, and I, I think I mentioned to you that I'm planning to be down like the 16th through the 22nd of December. Is that uh, for real? Yeah. And, and in fact, before that, the weekend of the 2nd through the 4th, uh, I'm, I'm going to fly into LA. There's a, a Children's Health Defense Fund uh, fundraiser with Bobby Kennedy, uh, my friend Tony O'Donnell, uh, uh, his place. And, you know, that weekend. But again, you're down in Irvine now, which is a little different. And I went from the most dangerous place I could imagine where I was living. Yeah. High crime. I mean, and with those lockdowns, what was tolerable? Like, I like living in the middle of the city. It's fun. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I love the lefty lifestyle. I really yeah. enjoy that kind of culture going on. And this has been my life for my entire adult life, really. Yeah. And But once the lockdowns came in, the tourists went away. Small businesses shut down. Then the massive homeless population, which is just like on the cusp of where all the expensive apartments and condos are, just mm -hmm. kind of over. We had like nine break-in attempts. Wow. at our high-priced luxury apartment home at our front door over a two-month period. Downtown LA. And, you know, I visited you a number of times over the years there. And uh, yeah, there were places. Now, we even walked once to your little little office through Skid Row, basically. I oh, remember. Yeah, I mean, so there. close to that. Yeah. But that yeah. Skid Row area, it's a population. And people that I tell that work with homeless population, of course, it's a sad situation because so many people have addictions and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but, and mental illness. But 13,000 homeless people in a three square mile radius is more than what most people can even fathom. And then mm -hmm. when you take tens of thousands of tourists out of the equation, business people, offices all shut down, people start getting desperate. And that's and for us, that was just the you end we had that. to go. So did you find, have you found places, I've seen some pictures, uh, nice places, you've, you've found places to walk and ride bikes and things. So has it been an upgrade? I mean, honestly, a the quality of life upgrade. has been good. Uh, quality of life is amazing. I mean, yeah. there, so Irvine just got named the safest city of over 250,000 people in the country last December for wow. the 16th straight year. All right. You, there's you no went crime. All there's the no dirt. There's no yeah. homelessness. There's no garbage. There's no poo or pee anywhere. And there's bike paths and trees literally everywhere. When we went and viewed this apartment here, we live in a neighborhood called Orchard Hills. Mm -hmm. We viewed the place. Um, and we got out of the car and I stepped out and I smelled pine cones everywhere. And I looked to Sarah and I said, oh my goodness, we're doing it. What so, a lovely smell. Yeah. Compared amazing. to what you had. Just amazing. So we're on foot and bike all the time. And how is the, the, the hashtag woke 
scenario, right? We you talk about California, it's a mix. Of course, we see the, the a lot of what's happened there. People are still wearing masks more than other areas, but again, where you are specifically Nine, Orange County. Orange County's different, isn't it? Yeah, it's so yeah. it's like a different world. And I was just back in downtown LA uh, about a week ago for an errand. And yeah, it's, I mean, the masking there is much less than it was even six months ago, but mm -hmm. let's say 30 to 50% of people that I saw out on the street on a sunny day, still wearing masks or in their cars alone. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you just don't see that in orange County at all. Like almost zero. Well, I'm thrilled. absolutely thrilled to hear that. And, and Sarah Beth's doing well wherever she oh, has to go. Yeah. What she said to me the first week we were moving in and I was back and forth bringing stuff. She had texted me. She says, I have a perma smile on my face. So even though I was a little nervous about Yay. moving out of the right? city, mm -hmm. hearing that from her made me just so excited for the life change. Are there any RSB approved places to go eat nearby? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. All right. We'll have to work I on mean, that. I mean, I don't know. Well, there's this great little market that I want to check out. It's an all organic and raw mm -hmm. market called Mother's. It's a small chain in the area. Oh, yeah. So you, you're familiar with it? Every time I flew into uh, John Wayne Airport. Oh, it's right go, down there by the airport. Yeah, I would okay. go right to Mother's Market first thing and, and get some supplies or some food oh, and things. Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I just, there's a bike shop that I'm using now as my main bike shop is literally across the street. So the next time I'm there, I'm going to go. Dude, you should have come with me this morning. I, I went for a mountain bike ride i was there i was waiting yep. and i'm like uh, oh my goodness i can't believe he's late no it was snowing i wrapped it, it up like two hours before you i don't know what you're talking Dude, about it was i would say it's miserable i mean it was exhilarating too i had to layer up because i'm riding i'm like are you crazy you're riding in the snow and cold i'm like no there's wind chill you heard a wind chill factor no just layer up layer up and i did i'll have to say i didn't get cold but you know it's at altitude too i'm like hitting up a long hill and I was yeah. feeling it today. Right. But I'm, you know, it's like, I'm done. And I'm like, well, I accomplish it. In fact, uh, Ray and others, they wanted to keep going. I'm like, I got to get back for the show. And I, and as super Don said, I barely got back in time. I'm like, you guys keep riding. I'm just going to ride my bike all the way home. You know, that's what I did. I didn't get in the car. Any, I was like, I'm just going to haul butt home. You don't have a, a locking phone device on your bike. What does that do? Oh, it's like a magnetized thing. You can literally pick up your bike by your phone, but you could tilt it and just live stream from your, uh, no, I don't just know do the show, that. do the show from the road. Well, when I see you next time, when I visit, I want you to in introduce me to that. Uh, Are you going to be in Orange County? Um, well, we're going to be mobile. Let's just say we're going to pass through because we're going to hang out, uh, in San Diego for a bit. We'll be up okay. in LA for a bit too, but yeah, I want to hopefully. Okay. Well, we'll definitely hang out. That. We'll definitely hang out for that one for sure. Yeah. I, I, yes. I think that will be definite. That's required. I mean, I don't like to mandate things, but that I would mandate getting it together is. with you. It's like health insurance. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's disease management insurance. You don't you want said that. mandate. I know I did. I did. Wrong Just term. To wrong Just term. To you. Um, Michael here, let me ask you about this in, in terms of the voting, right? The kind that vote people, you try to get people in or out of office. Yeah. You know, the Ron Paul experience, we've talked about that many times. Here's a guy who did actually run and win, and he was in Congress. What did he do? It wasn't to pass legislation, but it was an opportunity to educate, uh, yeah, to inspire. And I think, you know, having someone there like that is not for naught. In other words, there's a lot that happened from it. And, uh, you know, I've been talking about my friend Jonathan E. Mord, who, mm -hmm. who we've had on for years here. He's likely going to uh, raise enough money to convert from a uh, exploratory committee to actually run. And I think yeah, I've been be, following along. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And I, I, I just would be, it would be the coolest thing to have a, a sitting U S Senator on this show every week. He promises yep. me he wins. He's on, but 
to have a, I don't say a bully pulpit, but an education pulpit, because when he writes legislation and he did write some for Ron Paul, it was rooted in, you know, these are the reasons why. And it's like, right. not many people that know that stuff. Right. So That's I, awesome. I'm, I'm just, like I said, I'm excited about that. And I don't so get excited talking about, about I, that, let's talk a little bit more about this voting idea. Yeah. It's how you approach it. So mm -hmm. if Jefferson, if James Iredell, if John Dickinson, if Mercy Otis Warren said we're supposed to resist the first approaches of tyranny, not vote the bums out at the first approaches of tyranny, yeah. that doesn't mean don't do it. Support the people that you think will do well. Unfortunately, though, most people think that the solution to problems that were created by government is just changing the people around. Right. Of course, I mean, I was part of the Ron Paul meetup group number one in 2007, 2008. I still get a meetup meet emails. Yeah, yeah. So I was in the first one. So I definitely am on board with people who are a messenger. And even let's say like, let's say Emord gets in there and he starts doing some good things or he brings attention to it. This is an important thing. The bully pulpit, yeah. being able to generate more coverage, the media coverage, all the negative media coverage is positive. So that's important. But if you just leave it to that in the hopes that you're going to find people to do the right thing, Patrick Henry specifically warned us against that type of a strategy. He said, show me that age and country where the people put the fate of their liberty in the hopes that their rulers would be good men without a consequent loss of liberty. He said, I say that after every such, in his words, mad attempt, you're guaranteed you're going to lose liberty. So if mm -hmm. that's the end of the story of what people are doing, unfortunately, things are only going to get worse because the, a free people doesn't wait for permission, right? RSB doesn't mm -hmm. wait for permission from government to do the right thing. They want the right people in the government. They want the government to do the right thing. But when it doesn't, they do the right thing anyway. Yeah. And that's the, uh, uh, what will we say? I, I just, the permission stuff, I, I go into yep. that because we covered that a little bit about the licenses for doctors. Everybody's yes. learning about when you ask permission of government to do something, it's not a free pass. It's not a hall pass per se right. that grants you freedom. It's a limited little thing and it can be taken away. And the docs have found out in, you know, in the COVID oh, era, yeah. how, how bad this idea is to ask permission of government to do these things. Now we're seeing a lot coming from the World Economic Forum, the G20 summit, the various things. And they've come right out and said, we intend to institute digital identification and vaccine passports and on and on it goes. And we're going to get, you know, these treaties signed. We'll get Biden to sign it. Now people are freaking out. It's like, oh, my gosh. And they say it's going to it's going to bind the states to those treaties. I'm like, I don't think they've read the Constitution exactly right. There's something about treaties made in pursuance with or the Constitution. Right. Not Otherwise, what's the amendment process for if you can just treaty away anything in the Constitution? Right. So it's really up to the people. It's up to the states to defend the Constitution, to defend their own liberty, whether the government in Washington, D.C. agrees with them or not. That's really what it gets down to. John Dickinson, again, he said it's up to the supreme sovereignty of the people. So as long as people continue going along with this or just hoping that they're going to get some new Supreme Court justice that's going to change something in 30 or 40 or 50 years – that's not what a free people does. Jefferson specifically said a free people claim their rights as derived from the laws of nature and not as a gift of their chief magistrate. And as long as we continue to have that mentality, stop asking permission where none is required, right? As Amen. long as the power to heal is yours, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same 
mentality. We just need more and more people to do this. And again, small things grow great by Concord. If one person can build on that, bring another one in and another and another, mm -hmm. and maybe someday we'll have the foundation for freedom here. Yeah. But as you said, inch, inch by inch, right? Yes. Uh, that was a Jefferson quote. Now, uh, uh, people discovered more people discovered the 10th amendment center over the COVID years last, last few years. Has it there been a general uptake or a significant influx of like, Oh man, I love what you're doing. I didn't know about you. I don't know. We're always on a growth pattern. So okay. it's hard to tell. It's like, it, it's just consistent. We're always reaching more people and we're always pissing people off because a lot of times people <laughs> come in and they expect us like just to only be supporting the political team that's out of power. So right. when the Republicans are in charge, we, we, you know, we're focusing on more issues like uh, surveillance state and things like that. And then, uh, then some of the lefties come over and then once it switches teams and they're like, wait a second, I thought you loved all the socialist garbage that we're into and we don't. So we just have to do a better job of really getting more information out to more people more often. And we're working hard at that all the time. Yeah. The, the, I just think, you know, of all the people that came to natural medicine, all the doctors that have opened up to natural medicine in the last mm -hmm. three years, that's why I say we've, we have seen a, a surge, let's say. Well, I would think people. in your realm, yeah. you would have a big jump because yeah. how obvious it is to people who are working in those fields, mm -hmm. how controlled and restricted they are to doing what they think works best. I know you guys were talking about off label and things like that. Like, I mean, just even simple things like that. Don't they try to stop them half the time or no, I don't really understand. There's re regulations on everything in health mm -hmm. and medicine and healing and they just can't do much without approval from government. And then, of course, you have the licensure issue. You can go out back to 1997, just after the uh, Prop 215 to legalize uh, medical cannabis here in California was going into effect. The Clinton administration, Janet Reno, our good buddy, right? They immediately started threatening doctors with loss of license. They'll use this license, just like you were saying, to control what people do, what they can mm -hmm. recommend. They weren't even prescribing a plant. They were just recommending, and the Clinton administration administration was going to try to take away doctor's license. It's nuts, but that's what they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They beat you over the head with the thing that you asked permission to use. Yeah. That's uh, a it's good a way dangerous to describe fight. it. So can people still sign up to become, I, I, you're not using Patreon, right? You're using nope. a different setup now? Our own. Yeah. Oh, so you have your own system. Okay. And as little as two bucks a month to support the 10th Amendment Center, right? Yeah. And they can find that if you just uh, go to the link, 10thamendmentcenter.com slash free book. Yes. I'm really, really excited. We just released this book today. There are links there. If people want to donate, if people want to uh, uh, join as a member for two bucks a month or up. But I'm really, you know, it's a spirit of Thanksgiving. I figured the Thanksgiving 10th Amendment Center style would be to give back mm -hmm. uh, some gratitude because we've been around for so long and the only reason we're able to do the things that we do is because people are willing to hear what we have to say. Yeah. Well, look, everybody sign up, become a member of the, the one club that I, I, I feel worthy to be in. And I feel everybody here is accepted and, gr and, and your gratitude is real appreciation of, of those that are supporting what, what I've called the little 10th amendment centered engine that could. The things he's done. Years ago, Edward Snowden's attorney uh, at ACLU, my uh, my great friend and colleague, Mike Meharry, and I, we were in New York City working with the ACLU on some state and local pro-privacy anti-surveillance legislation. It's one of the few areas where we can agree with them. But uh, this attorney says to us, he's like, man, 
you guys are smaller than I thought. You're really punching above your weight. And yeah, that was, uh, that was kind of a cool thing. That that is exactly right. And the thing is, when you got the power of of what I'd call truth, truth. right, right, yeah. you know, it, it really is much stronger than the illusion of all these armies. Like we talk about an idea, you know, whose time has come cannot be stopped by any standing army. And you know, oh, another thing before I know you got to go soon, but the defend the guard concepts that have been, that have been popping up. That's something you guys did a long time ago and it's kind of coming back. Yeah, it's it's amazing to see and again, it the ground of liberty is to be gained by inches what Jefferson said to his friend the Reverend Charles Clay because it takes time to convince people what is even for their own good. So, and again, take that in conjunction with small things grow great by concord. We put out model legislation on all kinds of things protecting the 2nd amendment, protecting the 4th amendment, taking on the imperial foreign policy, the empire, the defend the guard act. Sometimes you know, we draft something up and I look back on it it was garbage in the early mm-hmm. days. But a lot of it is really starting to catch on in the so-called online liberty movement that's out there, whatever is left of it. A lot of people are pushing for this Defend the Guard Act. So if you mm-hmm. could just do some searches for that online, uh, it's a way that you can take on unconstitutional war powers of the government on the state level mm-hmm. rather than hoping that the federal government will do something it never does, and that's follow the Constitution. Nice. All right. Lori Harvey wants you to DM her about T-shirts. and awesome. That would be great. Um, uh, Christy says, Michael, what's the best way to contact you at the 10th amendment center? I'm working on a health freedom project. and would love to loop you in. So, oh, cool. Uh, team at 10th amendment center.com's email address all spelled out team at 10th amendment center.com. I am very slow to reply for another couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, I would love to see what you're working on, especially this time of year, because state legislative sessions start in January, most of the country yeah. starting, you know, in early January to early February. So this is the time if you're going to work on a 10th Amendment approach, basically advancing something that you believe in on a state level, no matter what Washington, D.C. has to say, and that's how to get it done, mm-hmm. uh, If th- this is the time to do it. So really good to hear that. So what do you got to do that's so important you have to leave us early today? Not that I'm complaining that you showed up at least. Well, I have to feed my parrots. Then I have to get out for a bike ride and get some exercise. Then I got to go to the market and pick up some stuff to go to my cousins for Thanksgiving tomorrow. So really, it's just some personal errands, but uh, I'm going to be listening in the background anyway. You weren't waiting for me on my bike ride. You, you, you lied to me. I go for two of them a day. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm still wearing my hat. Yes, you are. I love you, my brother. You know love that. Love you too, man. Love you too. And thank a- you, Super D. There yep. it is. There he appears. Look at him. And it looks like you guys have Why? A, am I seeing a similar setup in terms of microphone interface? Is that what I'm seeing? Yeah, I copied him. Who uh, I, we have the same Microsoft, uh, Microsoft, microphone boom. Okay. It's the same oh, the one, yeah. Thing. You guys are like cool. The, 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 uh, the microphone's different. Same like brand, it. same, yeah. same boom the, arm, same brand. Mic. Yeah. yeah, almost. His is actually a li- with the conjunction of that board. He's got better quality over there. So, but it's it's cool. I'm trying. Oh, nice. Did, which did you have the Rodecaster Pro Two as well? No, no. I run it. I I have some software based uh, okay. compression and stuff like that running. Yeah, I don't know why you you were clipping today, but it, we heard every word. It just like pops. And and it happened oh, to me when I first. Oh, that happened on the test run too. Right. And I thought yeah, it was you in know the what? Stream I, studio. You yeah. It, it, oh, what's you're doing? What? I oh no. Go on, go on. Oh no, yeah. It may be the browser too. It, you know, there's so many weird things that that just there's a hundred different variables every time that you connect with somebody else on the internet. 
-hmm. you know, the computer, the internet, the, the browser, the processor, how much memory is being used at the moment, you know, a bird pooped on the cable outside. I mean, you know, anywhere near this. No, yeah. Yeah, no, so, well, I mean, it, but we heard everything. It just I'm was definitely not fact, clipping though, which is weird. No, 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 it's not an audio clip. It's mm. it's a connection thing. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how to explain. But it. it happened to me when I logged in before the show too, and then I I got out, came back in, yeah. and it went away. So it's just a glitch in the. Ooh, there's an interesting question. What is that? What is that? Uh, see that? Is there a way to combat the Smith Munt Modernization Act on the state level? The I Smith what? We'd have to look at the Smith Munt Modernization Act. Munt, sort of a recent thing. Yeah, that says Munster. M U N D T. I know. Look below. Oh, she corrected it. Yeah, I like yeah, the yeah. Munsters better. Yeah. I like Smith Munster. Well, that's, that's I don't know what it is. It, it, yeah, it's something okay. to do with a federal executive order, Smith Munt Act, whatever. But that's something for a future Tenth Amendment Center article. I think the short version answer that before I head out yes. is the the base kind of principle for dealing with all acts outside of the constitution is the same alexander hamilton who i don't cite very often but has a really good explanation in federalist number 33 he said acts not pursuant to the constitution are not supreme they're void and they deserve to be treated as such and that's the kind of foundational structure of how even the big government guy of the time, Alexander Hamilton, said the people should respond to acts of usurpation, acts beyond the limits of the Constitution. They need to be the number one thing we have to keep in mind is if we mm. don't want it around, we have to treat it as if it's void and not around in the first place. Well, I will be talking to you off the air about connecting and having fun together. Awesome. And seeing Sarah Beth and, and uh, enjoying a, a, a RSB approved meal, uh, which you don't mind. That's the thing I love about you. It's like you'll, you'll roll either way and you have as much fun no matter what. As long and as I'm eating. I, exactly. And we will eat well, my friend. And I there's love a you lot guys. more to do. Thank you, Michael, for Happy joining Thanksgiving. us. Right Thanksgiving. Same to you, Michael. Grateful, grateful gift. I'm much happier about the show now. Thank you. Look at you. Look at Michael. There he goes. <laughs> Look at Michael and then look at Lisa Hill from hour one. We got the deal. We got the hookup, the Black Friday uh, deal, which likely will extend, uh, as I mentioned to her, the contest I'd like to run. She seemed to be amenable to it. If you want to get one of those silver right pillows, RSB 22 is the code. You get one for 99 bucks instead of 149. That's a significant savings. And if that you is. want to get any of the other, pro pro uh, let's say, products that they have, you just use the code RSB. I think it was RSB 20. Let me I just thought it was RSB 20. Personally. No, it looks like it's RSB that gets Is you 20% off. Okay. Yeah. Right. And it gets you 20% off of anything that they That's have. That's a regular deal. Yeah. But as I said, if you get this, if you buy a pillow between now and Christmas, uh, sooner than better, because the sooner you sleep on it, the better you're going to be. Uh, we're going to enter you into a giveaway contest. So are we going to do this the same way like we've done the other contests where they, they buy the pillow, mm -hmm. uh, pre preferably at this discount price for Black Friday? Yes. That way we can try. And then they take a picture? Um, it's That'd be a bonus. Send it in? A picture. But I'm not relying on that. I'm relying more on Lisa's team to let us okay. know who's buying so we have access to them. And I want to also include all of our patron supporters. So if you're, even if you don't get a pillow and you're a patron supporter, or if you become one that I want to include you in the potential to give away, I would love it. If you get a silver right pillow, because you'll love it. 
But I just want to say as many ways as I can say thank you. And we do our AMAs each each month. I wish I can give everybody something, but we g- usually give away some awesome stuff thanks to sponsors like Sovereign Silver, Sovereign Copper. We gave away like a that. bunch of silver this last time. Yeah, we did. And it went out fast too. Uh, so I- I'm just, just pleased that we can do that. And I thank Lisa for uh, uh, allowing me to kind of indulge her in that sense to say, hey, if you guys and gals buy something with the code, let them know you're with Robert Scott Bell. They'll let us know. And then between Christmas and New Year's, so a month or so away, uh, we will... Uh, We'll do a drawing and someone will give away a pillow, a silver, right? Pillow. Yeah. All right. How cool is that? That is awesome. Uh, and I see that you added the black Friday deal special also in the, the up. What, what did you call that tab? Uh, let's see. It says black Friday specials. Black Friday yeah. Specials. yeah. So there's a tab at the top of the Robert Scott Bell show website at robertscottbell.com. Very cool. They're all Very there. Cool. I'll, I'll probably send a couple of emails out since, I mean, even though we won't be on the air, um, yeah. I'll probably send some emails out between now and, Mm-hmm. I, I think most of these deals are running. In fact, all of them, I'm pretty sure, are not just on Friday. They're going the whole weekend. Until okay. Yeah, that's typical. That, that'll happen. Because yeah. I think good. it's Black Friday on Friday and then Cyber yeah. Monday on Monday. So are, are you going to find a Black Friday stool deal or something? Or, you know, so you can kind of I don't of know, dude. This, thing, this Thanksgiving dinner and, and get together and all that stuff is pretty much tapped me out. <laughs> it might have to be next month. But did you, did eventually, you have- yes, I am going to get a stool to sit on because it's, yeah. um, I'm just not used to this. I know, I know. I do it. I'm yeah. used to it. And by the time we do bonus round, I'm typically bringing the stool and sitting down and, and, and chatting with you that way. But yeah. it looks great. I'm glad you're upright. I would say. It's a whole uh, different energy standing up. It is, isn't it? Versus sitting down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I like I it. I like it. I like I it. Do. We said I it at the same it. time. And uh, your Thanksgiving meal, you're going to have like 20 something people in. Three people tomorrow. Are you sure they can all fit? You did that before? Well, here's 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 how they're all going to fit. My yeah. mother-in-law has mm-hmm. a table mm-hmm. that uh, was her great-grandparents' table, so it's it's a it's a, a family heirloom, mm-hmm. and it's uh, we we brought it over here and we took our our table out and put that table in there, and it's got five leaves. It's one of those those ones that just you know with the leaves just and it's got growing, f- yeah. It's huge. So we've yeah. got that, but even that's not going to be big enough. So we got to put it, uh, in fact, I think I might have to like take one of my, my tables from in here yeah. and put it out there. And I think we'll get close to, uh, having an, we, we have one of those things that has, I think two or three leaves to expand, but it, we've, yeah, this thing has five. we, we bought this one, like on Craigslist, the equivalent of that and a great deal on a beautiful Oak solid table. And mm-hmm. we've now put it outside under the, you know, the over, hang kind of thing and it's become an outdoor table so when we have like cookouts uh it's been great to have it out there and we had uh, a table we commissioned a couple of years back uh, a local this is where we talk about supporting local people we're looking at all the expensive tables that you could get for you know a nice you know dining room table and my wife wanted it to be big enough to host a decent size you know not like your size but decent size because you're like going crazy with the p- people coming for thanksgiving for instance and so we found a local guy that actually built it from scratch. And uh, we love to be able to support people that were artisans locally when that's possible. Yeah, that's cool. And, you know, that was cool. Like, you know, shout out to Lori Harvey, our great friend and supporter. And she does a lot of printing. And And I know Kevin Tuttle's tried to connect with her. Maybe they're doing something as well. But to find out how we can support each other uh, doing the things we're doing here. And for those of you that are part of our um patron crowd we obviously do that but anything in expansion when you're on the chat room talking about what you do let people know 
and they're more inclined to go, oh, I didn't know. I have a need for that, and I'd love to support you <laughs> as opposed to support someone from China, for instance. And I tease this a bit back. Uh, I just, I've been so busy. Uh, I have not had a chance to get to it yet, but we're going to put on our website uh, a place where people can put that information for the businesses that they have or the whatever like that, the services they show provide. Family businesses. Let's talk about Right, that. right. So it'll be kind of a, yeah, kind of like a, I don't know what you would call it, but you know, a, a place where people can go in if you want to. It's the RSB show family marketplace. Okay. Just my first thought. You guys have a better idea. Let me know. So, that would be awesome. Coming like soon that. in the new year. Hey, that's going to be great. And still we're looking for interns. <laughs> millennial, uh -huh. and millennial interns at this point. Help you know what? When, when the right person hears it and comes mm -hmm. along, it's going to yeah. click. And, and, it's a, and, it's a, and it's a gateway. Everybody that's done this is gatewayed into what they wanted to do and got really either good jobs or they've created amazing but jobs. It's not something themselves. you do for fun on the side. It's a commitment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is yeah. something that you will learn and you will do things and it'll be extraordinary. And you will get special billing here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. And we'll grow and grow and grow. It might, you know, these things, occasionally they can convert into paid positions uh, as we grow, which I'm happy to do. It, it, it's really great that we can support people in doing good things. Uh, so consider that if you're, you know, a parent or grandparent in the audience and you have a, a child or a grandchild that is, you know, pretty savvy at video stuff or online stuff, social media stuff. We'd perfect perfect for a teenager. Mm -hmm. We'd love to have you participate in that. So what a great show. Uh, Michael Bolden and Lisa Hill today on the Robert Scapel Show. I feel very, like it, we were very, very special today because of that. Just a quick announcement, you know, something we were covering a month or two ago. You remember the um, government was trying to figure out a new name for the monkeypox. Yes. And we put it out there and asked people what they, you know, what they thought. And even Tucker Carlson got into it. And and he, his uh, his viewers and listeners uh, came up with some cool ideas, including Adam Schiffelis. That was my favorite one. <laughs> that was a funny one. Yes. Uh, they've they've made a decision. Mm -hmm. They've made a decision. And so uh, I don't know if the official announcement has come out yet, but they're expecting it to be. It could be as early as today. Yeah. They're they're going to rename the monkeypox Mpox. Now that has got to be the laziest, dumbest change for the name monkeypox. Because if you if you look at the reason why they 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 wanted to change it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they were saying that it was it had a stigma attached to it that it it was kind of it had to add racial uh, undertones to it, you know, towards African Americans uh, and all that stuff. So you because of the word monkey, you know, uh, so which is dumb. But in any case, they wanted to change it, right? It yeah. was important. We got to change this. So I, I'm thinking of this, and I'm going, Mpox, Mpox. Are you telling me that now that everybody knows what it was called, mm -hmm. and now we're calling it Mpox, that somehow people are going to completely forget what the M stands for? And they're yeah. not going to think monkeypox when they say Mpox. It, it, it's, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It's not like... People aren't going to know truth, just truth and labeling. Just drop the K and call it money pox. Money. That's what it was all about. <laughs> it was all about. Yeah, we can create, M but people weren't falling for it. And so whoop de doo So that's the official, that's yeah. the official announcement today. Michael was talking about that article in the Defender, how to rebuild sovereignty. Yeah. That was, I mean, this is, you know. Did you get a chance I, to read that? Yeah. 
Uh, okay. I stopped finding this is really about the kind of things I've been hinting at for a long time. Right. You no, know, it says stop financing the enemy and start financing our friends. In other words, it's not just about who you vote for, R, D, E, L, I, whatever the label you want to give it, but it, you vote every time you support something you believe in or withdraw support from that which you don't economically. And it says observing the unraveling of sovereignty and the rule of law in the U.S., citizens are pondering an array of, of tactics that could help rebuild sovereignty. Now, it talks about national sovereignty, and, and Michael Bolden talked also about the personal sovereignty as well, that concept of self-rule. Uh, there's a, a law school professor, Jeremy Rabkin, back in 2009, warned it, it is possible to lose sovereignty rather quickly. I've been talking about this, but remember the term sovereignty in the 1990s under the Clinton administration got you on a, a list, you know, that the, uh, I forget the name of the group that was monitoring domestic terrorism, right? They, they said, oh, these people that claim sovereignty, suddenly they were domestic. Terrorists. Sovereign citizens. Sovereign citizens. Well, I've, I've told everybody in this show that, that sovereign citizen is an oxymoron. And, and if you don't understand <laughs> that, you've got. Well, that's what they call themselves anyway. Maybe they did, but, or maybe they tried to, to, to coin it. But the idea of uh, sovereignty and then subjecting yourself to a servant, you know, government that actually dominates you is like an absurdity. It's an absurdity. But the idea of sovereignty is the basis for uh, the grand American experiment. And yet, in the 90s, as I said, under Clinton, a Democrat, supposedly, it was like, oh, my gosh, you bring that up, you're a domestic terrorist. So the idea that they would target, you know, moms who opposed or families that opposed critical race theory. You know, we heard that from Garland and all of that stuff. Uh, Department of Justice looking at domestic moms going, oh, they don't they oppose certain things being taught in schools. We should look at them. This is the way the federal government, and most people in it look at you. If you believe in the foundational principles of America, you are an enemy to, uh, of the state and they, they want you to believe that. They look at you that way too, even though they would deny it. They would love you to believe it because it would curtail any discussion, open discussion of how you feel, what your beliefs are, political or otherwise, because then you're like, oh, I don't want to be on a list. And, you know, the curtailing of free speech, as we've seen it in social media, Super D, we have had to what? Curtail certain words in our posts in order not to get banned. Uh, especially, yeah. I mean, a year ago, mm -hmm. first couple of years, I, I, it doesn't seem to be really a big deal anymore. Um, not like it was, but you're right. You know, people were using code words yep. and some people were even going, getting more creative about that than we were. I mean, we, you know, I just kind of high, you know, I, I would abbreviate and stuff like that, but you know, people were using all kinds of interesting code words yeah. to get around the algorithms. Mm -hmm. So if we look at the attempts to, uh, digitize your identification, vaccine passport you. And I heard people saying, well, they said that if uh, Biden signs the treaty, that the states are bound to it so that even DeSantis can't, you know, stop. Well, that's again, nonsense because treaties made in pursuance with the constitution. That's one thing. Treaties that violate the constitution, there is no power to, to make a treaty as if it were an amendment to the constitution that suddenly alters the limitation on government, you, you will blow that all uh, that limitation up by a treaty. That, if that were the case, then why even have a constitution? So I think it's a specious argument, but it succeeds when the people of the states and or the governors go, oh, well, we're bound to it. We can't do anything. 
DeSantis seems like a guy that would push back on it and a few others maybe, but we can't even rely on the governors because, you know, what if DeSantis runs for president and, and maybe he becomes that doesn't solve all our problems either. He's not a political savior, but then what happens in Florida or the state you're in? What if your governor is a, is a world economic forum stooge and many of them are, they're globalists. Then what? Again, nullification on the state and local and personal level. All of these things are important. And that means voting, not just at the polls, but by what you spend your money on, including, you know, some of the folks at the Red Pill Expo were talking about ways to reduce the so-called liability that you perceive you may have so that you minimize the amount you can give or you have to, as some people perceive, back to government or that they get to keep. At, you know, at the very least, if, if you're not going to abdicate completely and go, you have no authority and I am not liable, if you take that liability and reduce it significantly, that's that's ours. It's the step-by-step, inch-by-inch thing uh, that Bolden mentioned that Thomas Jefferson talks about winning it back by inches, a little bit at a time, not all at once. But they talk in this article about the weaponization of international treaties, if you see that. Um, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's what they want you to believe, that you can treaty the Constitution away. The only reason it's been successful is because the states and the people have not objected and objected in a forceful fashion. I don't mean uh, with violence, but to let them know that if they engage in force to, to, to have you do that which they say is prescribed by these international treaties, WEF and et cetera, that you will not comply and you show and they know you're serious. That changes the equation. Despite, you know, that their claims that, oh yeah, well, we've treated this now. The states have to do what the World Health Organization says they have to do in a pandemic. That's not going to work. People have already, a lot anyway, have seen the scam of the scamdemic and what those power players at every level of government, including local health departments, have done. And many are not going to go along with it again. Many. I'm not saying every one of us, but ha- I don't know what the critical mass is, but the, the fewer of you that comply, the harder it is to impossible it will be to implement, whether there's a treaty or not, that so-called grants the WHO authority over the United States and all the states. I don't think it's going to fly. Maybe I'm being optimistic, but I just think I know what I'm not going to comply with, and I think you know what you're not going to comply with. Now it's a question of whether you can get out there and communicate with others. Tomorrow at Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, that's going to make you popular at the dinner table, isn't it? Super D, are there going to be any controversies of your family coming to that, that are like, I know what you do, Super D, and I don't want to hear anything about it because that Robert Scott Bell, he's a, he's a crazy guy. Can't believe you're still hanging out with him. I think I'm in the clear. Um, okay. any, anybody that could potentially be an issue uh, doesn't really know. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I know we have about 12 or 13 people coming. You know, we, we like to invite That's a good home- group. That's a yeah. Good, I, that's I talk good. about inviting homeless people, not like those that are on skid row, but I mean, people that don't have families, large families, we don't have a large family. It's just our immediate family. And, and so we like to, you know, if you, you don't have a lot of family, come on over, let's have, let's have uh, uh, the dinner together and we're going to do that. And everybody that's coming is very health freedom minded, no, you know, no jab minded. So there won't be Perfect. any of those controversies and uh, we'll be eating well. And I think, well, oh, Plus, my daughter. vegan cheesecake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it arrived. I told you, you know, I held this yeah. up for everybody to see. Thank you uh, to Beloved Cheesecakes. We got the vegan one. It looks beautiful. It says, I don't drink the Kool-Aid, but I do eat Beloved Cheesecakes. And uh, yep. 
that that was awesome. And so thank you for that. She sent a nice thank you for being on the show as well, which was very sweet. And so I'm excited to support, you know, businesses. I'll, I'll encourage her to do some organic, but she's got a, and she knows she's running a business. If there's no demand for organic cheesecake, what am I going to say? Right. If I'm the only one that wants one, it's like, I can't, you need to change your business model to supply things that nobody wants, but me. No, but if you've got a get together and somebody comes over to your house and you have an organic cheesecake, they just eat what you got. So yeah, they just eat it anyway. Right. Yeah, exactly. So my daughter made a blueberry sour cream uh, pie for my wife's birthday yesterday. My wife and I went out to dinner and had a nice, nice meal. And then uh, just went out and did a few things yesterday. It was great. And she's already prepping for the meal tomorrow. Some sweet potatoes are cooking. Not like you wouldn't like them, Super D. They're they're not like that. She's she good ones. Really good. Yeah, yeah, I can smell. I can smell the food coming from the kitchen. Yeah, it's already right happening now. there too. It's starting to happen here. Awesome. It's time for a break. Let's let's go Is to a it? break and come back for bonus time. Did I send you the picture that my my daughter uh, did a watercolor for my wife on her birthday yesterday? You did. I want to show that to, after the break. We'll do that in bonus round. Thank you, Michael Bolton. Thank you, Lisa Hill. Y'all get your silver right pillows. You got the deal of the century right now, 99 bucks or so with the uh, the code RSB22. Oh, oh look, look at that. that. Oh, my wife there just bought me. This is the vegan uh, cheesecake. It's beautiful. I thought she was going to come in there and hit you in the face with a pie. No, it's still kind of cold and frozen. It would hurt, but it's very heavy. I don't know <laughs> what makes it so heavy, but this is a beauty. As my wife is, she's a yeah. beauty. So uh-huh. let's take a break. God bless y'all if you got to go, but we'll be hanging out for a few more minutes at least on the bonus round of the Robert Scott Bell Show where I remind you that the power to heal and eat really well is yours. That was a quick break. We're back already. I just ate my turkey. No, I didn't. That's tomorrow. It's pre-Thanksgiving bonus round on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thank y'all for being here. Uh, Marge says she's going <laughs> to, no, bite the turkey, not your tongue. She's going to bite her tongue tomorrow. I guess she's a, among family members that don't appreciate what we do here. Uh, but Marge, I wonder if you don't talk about up, it. Yeah, I wonder if you can bring up the idea of the World Health Organization dictating to the United States and, the, and your state and your local municipality what they must do in a next proclaimed pandemic scandal. Here's the question I got to ask. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Mm -hmm. why bring it up at all? I mean, why? The opportunity to transform the lives. No, or the opportunity to ruin Thanksgiving. Why take that chance? Why do you have to always go negative with this? It's it's true. Positive time. It's true. If you're concerned that it would cause potentially a problem with the family and everybody there who's come together to have a good time and a holiday, is it really that important that you have to go running in there with your 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 on your on your horse with your your jousting pole? You know, you know, to to convince somebody about something about the World Health Organization. Keep it to yourself. Have a good time. Find common ground. Talk about things you're thankful for. <laughs> don't don't go in there trying to convert people and so like bring that. a bowl of red pills to Thanksgiving. <sighs> hand them out to everybody and tell them about the World Health Organization trying to you know they're you, you need to pick and choose your battles. You know it's like why 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 would you do that? What do y'all think? Who's, who's got you're the better idea? Super Don or RSB? Super D or RSB? 
Oh, Marge says it's a family full of nurses. Yeah, I think you better take RSBs in But no, they're your family, right? And even though you guys may not agree on certain things, they are mm -hmm. your family, and there are things you probably could agree on. Mm -hmm. So make it a positive experience. Yeah. Don't be like Robert Scott Bell and ruin the party. <laughs> God. Red pill. <sighs> Have a little red pill. Just a little one. Take a nibble on it. You know, you do that. You, you, you know, if you're a warrior 365 days out of the year, yeah, cut it down to 363. Okay. Get together for Thanksgiving and for Christmas and, and, and don't, uh, yeah. Well, it's don't, okay don't, to talk about this on Hanukkah. Is that what you're saying? Hanukkah. Eight days of Hanukkah. You won't let, I guess, I guess okay, whatever. Then. Fine. 352. All right. Yeah, whatever. Your, what about Kwanzaa? You know? Yeah, I know which which holiday we get together. We can actually talk about. Are you going to ruin Arbor Day talking about <laughs> these things? What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness! You know what hey, I'm saying. No, I got to say, shout out to Susie Olson Corgan. We love you, Susie. Uh, actually, I need to talk to you about the upcoming events and things. So uh, give me a holler. Let me know when to, we can touch base. Uh, we got the big events coming up in uh, January, early January. Uh, Stu and Terry Warner. We need to get them on to talk about the event and others that are participating. That's coming up. Dude, I don't know. What we we have got like tons of of pe new people coming up on the calendar. I've noticed over the last couple of days, there've been like all these things you've been accepting, you know, uh, on the calendar. It's like Kevin's yeah. gone crazy uh, booking people. I'm, I'm assuming you know yeah. you've seen this. I've seen a lot of it. Now I'm concerned about one of the dates. I just gotta. <sighs> we're in bonus round. We can talk about this. Um, let's see, the 16th of December. 16th of December. And we Clay have Clark. Clay, Clay Clark scheduled for that one. Yeah. We may have to pre-record if possible because that's a, a fly day. In other words, a day I'm flying oh, out. That, that wasn't on the calendar yet. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's look at the 16th and revisit that with Kevin on on that. Either pre-record or I don't know. But that day would be difficult to pull off a live show based on the travel schedule that day. Yeah, there's... Um there's a lot of a lot of new uh, you're right there's a bunch of new folks coming onto the show i'm excited we got alex newman uh we're gonna try and simulcast on the 29th of december it looks like it looks like what i'm seeing and it looks like there's a cardio miracle event too that evening wow there's all kinds of stuff coming up you're right overwhelming we got thanksgiving day tomorrow we're gonna and super don and i plan to <clears throat> do a brief live uh broadcast on friday to proceed an encore just give you updates on on new things we've learned about and, and especially so what are we doing let's, let's let's talk about this what are we doing friday this coming friday yeah we're going to do a special, a special uh short live or you know we'll pre-recorded live but yeah we'll do something because that will yeah. be black friday yeah, and so we want to give you some updates right from the word go on friday normally when we'd be on the very air. informal just yeah. saying hey and, and like, then we'll show you the deals on? that we couldn't, we didn't know about as of today when this is going yep. on. And then, and then we'll go and in, roll into an encore. So folks, there will be some new information we'll reveal and check the newsletter out too. Super Don will send out uh, some emails to you. If you haven't already done that, please plug in. Indeed. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's, let's, um, let's take a quick look again at mm -hmm. my um, poll question of the day. My, where did it go? What do you mean where it go? I had it erased. No, no, it disappeared. It must have been you because you didn't like it. I did not do anything. Oh, the poll question of the day. I see it. Is there it here? It is. Here it is. No, I got it now. 
There we go. So the yeah. poll question of the day, which you don't like for some reason, <laughs> compared with previous Thanksgivings, how thankful are you this year? I was just being cantankerous. So uh, let, let me first ask you uh, mm. what you think people said in the poll. Mm. Well, because, because this group is so awesome, it's going to lean toward same or more thankful. I, I don't think we're going to go into the negative territory. But I, I think it's going to be same or more, and they may be close. I'd like to think more thankful, even. Yeah. Oh, look at that. It is. More it's, thankful. Yeah. 61%. That's, that's the awesomeness of this, you guys, you gals. 61 point, and if you add that about the same, so the same or better, despite everything that's happened, we're talking about 87, 88% of you rather than now, less. We did have 8% that said they were less thankful, thankful. this year. Yeah. I don't well, that, know. When, those it, are people in New York. Uh, yeah. Or I don't know people, you know what, this is a crappy economy, man. So, yeah. you know, maybe there are some people out there. I'm sure there are mm. that are having a rough time of things. Yeah. But those are the times you got to find gratitude in even those things. And that the little things, up. right? Yeah. It's the little things. It'll open you up for the gifts that are already trying to be given unto you. That's my experience. So, so now that we know what they think, mm -hmm. how about you? We are the day before yeah. Thanksgiving. I, you know, I have to be would you say? as grateful as ever, you know, and I like to think I'm always grateful, but I always gotta remind myself if I get into a place and space where I'm like, not, I'm like, dude, you know, better. Even if you don't know what's good, why it's happening, be grateful because it's happening for your benefit. Even if it's not awesome. Like I was on with, um, Laban Ditchburn. Did you get that link by the way, to the Laban show? Yeah, no. I put, <clears throat> excuse me, put that out there because I, you know, I ask him, how he is like when we start, you know, where he's going live, boom, we're going live. How you doing Laban? I'm pissed off. That's what he said. It's like, all right. Cause Laban's an honest guy. He doesn't like sugarcoat things. This is how I feel. I'm like, Oh, let's talk about it. And we went into discussions of economics and spirituality that I thought were, you know, he's just fishing for stuff that, you know, not many people talk about. And I thought it was an interesting series of things that I looked at. I look back and I'm like, dude, well, that was interesting. So I think that'd be a good discussion to understand how the system that we have, the economic system we have is designed to encourage cheating and deception and lies. It's like, oh, that's interesting. You know, the entire system is designed because it's rigged that way. And so people learn if they want to get ahead. And this is not me encouraging that. I'm just saying in that system, in the economic system we're dealing with, it is not set up for honesty and integrity. Doesn't mean that I, I'm not encouraging that because that's the way we like to be. But the system itself is set up to reward those that are not. Now, the system under God, that's a different system. This is a man-made economic system now. This is not using just weights and measures what we're dealing with here. So uh, I, I would encourage you with the spirit of that, if you want to check out Laban's uh, World's uh, Best Courage Coach podcast, he had me on, I think it was, was it Monday or yesterday morning? A couple days ago. Yeah. A couple days ago, Monday morning then. I'll check it out. Superdon will put it up. I think... He even has it on YouTube, but I think Rumble's the best place we want to support. Are we still getting more people on Rumble? Every day almost. It yeah. seems like. Yeah. Awesome. At least at Very least cool. a couple. Yeah. A couple or three every day. So, so do you have the picture. My daughter yesterday on my wife's birthday, you know, it's like I love the fact that she, you know, you say, Ari, what are you gonna get for mom? And I'm gonna I'm gonna paint her something. I'm gonna paint her something. What what is it your daughter cannot do? It when it comes like to the arts, it's amazing. Go full screen on that. There you go. I mean, that's a that's a watercolor. 
I'm like, dude, that's crazy. I don't know. I couldn't do that. But she's like, yeah, all right. Beautiful. Yeah, and the go. colors, my wife wanted a little bit of the purples in it and stuff. Yeah. I don't know if that's color accurate toward, toward, you know, the picture enhanced, but it's subtle. It's a little subtle, but <clears throat> yeah. uh, it's beautiful, beautiful thing she did. Great job. Yeah. Very talented. And she can shoot a 50 BMG better than her dad. <laughs> it's, embarrassing. it's embarrassing. Can she do a watercolor of the BMG though? Oh yeah. No, I, I don't know. My, my son could probably do that because he was drawing pictures of these things when he was little, like, you know, stencil drawings and things are like very accurate because that's just what he came in with. Uh, and, and it was a, it was a teachable moment, uh, as I said to my son, cause I was, I was kind of mad at him. I was like, dude, you showed your sister exactly how to do everything right with the BMG so where she could actually hold it. <laughs> it's like a 27 pound gun. And, and I'm, I'm like, okay, my daughter can do it. I'm like, and so I get it up there and I don't seat it properly into my shoulder. And I, you know, I get my, and I, and I fire and this thing is 50 caliber monster. And it, and it, what they call it getting scoped, not, not a colonoscopy, not that kind of scope, but you know, the scope shoots back and it, and it hits you in the forehead mm -hmm. and I'm like, Elijah. And he, and he tells me, he's like, dad, but I thought you knew how to do that. Da, da, da. You look so confident. I'm like, here's the lesson. And this is what we set. We sacrificed ourselves for our kids a little bit in this regard. No, I wasn't conscious about it, but at the same time we're looked after and I'm grateful. I'm blessed. And I said, son, this is what I want you to take from this because you really pride yourself. And I don't say this in a negative way on your knowledge of firearms and firearm safety. And you love taking people out and teaching them how to be safe with it, how to be accurate with all of that. And I want you to remember this so that no matter what, when you're out with a group and you see one person, usually a guy, because that's the way we are, that walks with confidence acts like he knows what he's doing and you believe he might actually know what he's doing that you do not assume like the the first assumption is every every weapon is loaded even if it isn't and he's like oh i get it dad i totally understand what you're saying and it was again that moment of teaching opportunity that is a blessing from spirit even though you don't know you're taking part in it when it happens and, and no i wasn't hurt bad or anything like that and it wasn't even a, a you know the risk of anybody getting shot it wasn't that it was just a self i held it wrong in the midst of that and he just because he thought you know you already know dad it's like never and i said son you know this never assume somebody knows assume that they don't just like you assume every firearm is loaded for safety and it was kind of like <clears throat> that that teachable moment i talked about when uh, my wife my daughter my daughter and i were walking up hiking up the top of that mountain you know a couple of months back and I was like encouraging, come on, Ari, let's go, let's go, let's go fast. You know, let's keep up with everybody. And she's like going her own pace, going her own pace. And it's like, cause she just loves nature, anything beautiful. She would stop and admire and just remember it or take a picture of it as we went up. And on the way down, you know, as I was talking about that, I was like, you know what? <clears throat> this was, uh, this was me having to get out of my idea of what this was and you defending who you are. And that's, that's where I said this funny thing. And I'm going to say it right now. So cover your ears. If you, if you're, if you've got delicate ears, <laughs> I said, Ari, next time someone like I did says, hurry up and keep up with everybody. I want you to say, shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is me. This is who I am. This is my pace. This is what, this is the way I'm doing it. And, and it was like, dad, but it was funny. It was 
poignant and it was something she'll never forget. And it isn't literally to say that, but it's sort of to remember the, 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 the intention, the force with which I want you to defend who you are and not worry about apologizing. Cause remember I had said she was apologizing. I'm sorry, dad. I'm going so slow. Sorry, dad. Sorry, dad. I'm like, stop apologizing. But I had to recognize what was happening in there and the opportunity to have a teachable moment with my, with my daughter at that moment, just like I did with my son. And, you know, we as parents sometimes put ourselves in awkward positions or do things that we sort of regret. Like, gosh, I really feel bad. And I told my daughter, I, I really feel bad that I was kind of trying to nudge you along or make you feel like you had to apologize. And I was like, don't ever apologize for that because this is who you are. This is what makes you so special and so awesome that the pace you were on is because of your appreciation for the world around you. And you're wanting to stop and admire it, enjoy it, soak it in, take a picture of it. And so again, teachable moments that parents can have sometimes and we don't even realize it. And we're participating sometimes in things that we're like, ah, man, I feel like I'm rotten for doing that. But then, ah, that was the beauty of gratitude in the moment of not cursing myself and being down on myself for doing something that I was like, oh, that was not so nice. At the same time, it was like, wow, that was awesome. The way that happened and the way where I was able to see it and she was able to see it in real time and get beyond it and make an, a lasting impression. Do you have any teachable moments, dad, grandpa, super dog? No pressure. I, yeah, I'm just going to let that one be. Okay. I'm going to let that one be it. Mm -hmm. Right then. <laughs> it's a good one. A yeah, good it, one. Is, it is. And, and so it was another one with my son this weekend when we went out shooting. Anyway, you guys have teachable moments. Share them on the Robert Scott Bell Show website. You can submit questions, comments. You can call us. We don't do many calls, but we can actually take live calls if anybody wants to. You can say, hey, I want to call. Super Don will arrange that and get you on the air. That's the case. You want to ask a question live on the air. One story we didn't get to today during the show uh, from study finds. This is a good one, Super D. I don't know how you found this one. Question from Science and Technology News. Is our universe one big virtual reality? How to test if we're really living in a... We do not have time to go through this the way that, that we could because could it's, it is seriously like... Mm -hmm. It's a mind bender. And there, there's actually, I, I, I hate to say it, but it, it, there, there is like what appears to be a growing body of evidence mm -hmm. that that possibility could exist, that we are actually living mm -hmm. in a matrix-like simulation. Uh, and, and, and it goes into all of, you know, the, and this is like a, this is a serious article. This is not like, like written by some, some, you know, kooky person or something like that. Mm -hmm. This is like a serious article. Uh, and it gets into like quantum mechanics and, you know, and stuff. And it's just mm -hmm. like, as, as I'm reading it, my brain is like overheating as I'm trying to like wrap my head around the whole thing. But there, there's a group of people out there that, that say that, uh, and Elon Musk, I think is even one of them that is, is saying that uh, if you look around and I've seen little bits and pieces of this where there are things in nature mm -hmm. that can be translated mathematically into numbers. It's just, it, it, there are patterns and things and stuff like that. And, and it, there's so much math in the world around us mm -hmm. um, that one of the explanations is, is that that is because this is like a computer simulation that we're actually living in experiencing uh, that's being run by, you know, somebody higher than us. Is that like a whoa um, cannabis moment? It could be. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I'd want to attempt that, but. Uh, well, if we talk about the science of spirituality and physics and all of that and mathematics, as you describe it, 
And we talk about the powers, as I mentioned, of co-creation, that we can think things into existence, right? The power of belief in co-creation. We often do that through fear. We imbue a thought with emotion and then it somehow manifests. It's fascinating how that goes. And if you've ever, you know, had a, um, I don't know, it's just where attention goes, energy flows. We've talked about that, but Tar likes that term. Um, but the idea that we are pay- taking part in the simulation, I don't think that's too far-fetched. Life, yeah. in a sense, in, uh, you know, on planet Earth and lower worlds, as we call it, I call it that anyway, that we are, we are given powers of co-creation through imagination and creativity. Yeah. The question is, do we turn that over <clears throat> to some uh, false authority to do it for us because we're too afraid, we don't take responsibility, or in fear, we create all the things that we don't know we create. And we're like, oh, man, my life sucks. I can't afford anything on and on. That, the, you know, <laughs> negative patterns, right? And we don't, we, we, we don't want to take participate, uh, acknowledgement of, uh, get off the LSD, Mark says, <laughs> is that he was, t- she was t- saying that to you, not me. Maybe, maybe she's saying it to me. Yeah, um, I don't know. But the, uh, uh, you know, the, the powers of, of co-creation and the fact that people that find themselves in down in the, the gutter, the dumps or whatever, often don't want to acknowledge their role through belief in creating a scenario like that. It's like, no, that didn't happen to me. Uh, for me that happened to me i'm a victim of it versus how do the people do really amazing things we however we define success i mean Mm -hmm. have you ever had that experience did you did you not have anything to do with that or was it all luck you know and i think about luck and like that luck is victim it's a victim consciousness. You think about these things like you know how how often everybody has experienced deja vu before right Mm -hmm. you know it's like how do you how do you explain stuff like that right yeah is that just a glitch in the matrix somehow or something? Mm-hmm. Wow, dude. I know. There you are on the LSD again, Corey. There we go. Back on the LSD. All right. Anyway, it's an interesting article for everybody except Marge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go check it out. <laughs> awesome. You can check it out too, Marge. Just for Yay. fun. Just, for, just fun. for fun. Have a good time. And all right, dude. Well, that's bye. all I got. I got I got to get out and help the wife with uh, getting stuff put together for tomorrow. Did you already do stuff outside in the yard and everything? Yeah, I got that done uh, a couple days ago. Yeah, day before yesterday. Wow. So I got man. that taken care of and um, just got house cleaning and cooking. And I got to go, run out and see if I can find another table that I can oh, put yeah. out. Did, the- did you check on, on your local Craigslist? Do they have anything like that or Facebook Marketplace? Dude, no, you can find yeah. great stuff, dude, for way better quality than the stuff yep. from China at Walmart. I promise right. you. At least take right. a look. Yeah, I got to try and do something. I just encourage that. Because I've got, local. I have two tables here in my studio, mm-hmm. and I really don't want to try and take everything off of both tables. I can I can manage one, mm-hmm. but the, the idea of taking all of this stuff here to... <laughs> but think about the opportunity when you have so many people over helping you. It could be easy. I know. I could... I know. And while they're here, I could try and talk to them about the World Health Organization, right? Yes. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. remembering that. Wow. Yeah. What a great how it goes. that would be. Tell me how it goes, Super D. All uh, right, yeah. y'all. Love you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Michael Bolden. Thank you, Lisa Hill. Great deals. Check out the Black Friday deals. We'll be back on Friday, at least at the beginning, uh, to, to give you some updates on things that we weren't able to secure to this point today. So you can take yep. advantage of all the great things to get you and please do, because not only do you get something that's awesome that you know is a good uh, product, but it also helps us a little bit, too. Mm, it's a good way to support the show. Hooray. Thank you all. All right, for guys. Have here. a good Thanksgiving. Have a good Thanksgiving, Robert. Yes, you too, my brother. 
And uh, we'll we'll talk obviously on the holiday and see you back here on Friday briefly before the show uh, that you will select Encore tomorrow and Friday. Yep. So you guys have a good one. We will see you again briefly on Friday. Yes. And uh, back, back live on Monday. Studio live on Monday. Love y'all. Thank you for uh, all that you do. You're amazing. Absolutely amazing. Really. And I just am excited to be on this ride at this time with you. Very fun. A lot of fun. Yet to have happened. We've had some fun. We're going to have more. So thank you. All right. Eat way too much tomorrow. Take enzymes at least. 